0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Frame Trap. I am joined by people you know and love, the boys, Michael Huber. For a good time, make it a Centauri, Centauri time. time. <laughs> I had uh Centauri for the first time like a year ago, maybe? Nice. It's really good. And I, that is immediately what I... Like, I didn't recognize it at yeah. first, but then just like one night being like, if you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the movie in a very long time, same, but same. I adore that movie. Same, yeah. Oh years my and years. <laughs> Fucking Bill Murray, dude, uh, and Bradley Ellis. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah,
1: this uh, this chair is not gonna do it for me. This Chairs not it. We have a live chair switch. No, yeah, it's
0: not. It's not gonna do it. Uh, I am your host, Ben Moore. I would say the most exciting thing that has happened this week is the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And so, just very casually, because Jeez. you know it's come up in other things. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Chaos. That's all right. It's That's what this show is. That's where the people tune in because this,
0: this is the chiller show. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. you know it's true. You uh, know it's true. What was your favorite thing from the direct? Like, thing that immediately stands out?
1: Live Alive. I
0: knew and hoped yeah, you were going to say yeah. Live Alive. How good does that it looks game look? So sick. Never heard of this game. Yeah. I think. I've heard that it's like really beloved. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but it yeah. certainly looked. It yeah. looks great. It looks
1: yeah. great. Anytime you do a sick art style like that, mm. any any game like look that just looks like retro like that, I love. And then obviously the Old West. Mm. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Well,
0: not just Old West, like yeah. every time. numerous. Yeah, numerous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, super
2: cool. Uh, Chrono Cross and Ooh. Xenoblade. Yeah. Definitely the, like, Live Live looked cool also, but like... Yeah, you
0: were pretty stoked for Radical Dreamers.
2: I was just really surprised that they included yeah. that. It's I, neat. I didn't it's expect neat. that, yeah. so yeah.
0: Radical Dreamers Sorry. is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Radical Dreamer. It's a great you name. You are. Uh What was the other thing you said? Xenoblade. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I yeah, mean, of, of course, course. Yeah,
2: right. Like, like, I like Xenoblade a lot. <laughs> yeah. I just don't remember the lore that well. So, I'm like, no, I yeah, you and Dami are freaking out. We're like, oh shit, this thing. I'm like, oh, I don't remember at all.
0: Yeah, no, it's I, I'm like, I'm fuzzy on the lore myself. Yeah, like, yeah, seems. And dude, I was paying attention. Yeah. It's yeah. wrong. Those are long games yeah, too. They so. are. They're very long. Well, they also just get pretty crazy. They do. Um, Definitely. But it's a fun ride. Yeah, it is. Really um, fun ride. The characters are really what make them. And it just looked gorgeous. I, Chronicles yeah, looks good. 3 really looked, looked impressive. Good. Yeah. I mean, especially in comparison to a bunch of other things on the platform, I feel like.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, Switch showpiece.
0: And I also love that, just like with Xenoblade 2, it's. New here cast. it is it's coming in a oh, few months. sweet september yeah it's so that's sweet great. yeah that's awesome it's like don't get me wrong yeah. I am incredibly excited i w- I was having a blast watching him the direct yeah. but it's also one of those things where I'm like that is gonna be a grueling review you know I, like, bet. I, bet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh my
2: god <laughs> I, don't, I don't like
0: it uh, of course I'll have a good time I'm not trying to complain it's yeah. just gonna that's gonna be a lot yeah. of it's a, a daunting yeah. task it's gonna be a lot of hours in a short amount of time um, yeah, Chronicles 3. A couple of other things I want to shout out. Yeah. I I absolutely think there's a good chance this will just be like Mario Golf or Mario Tennis where I get bored of it quickly, but Strikers looked yeah. yeah. awesome. Yeah,
1: Bloodworth keeps saying it's not the same studio. It's not Camelot yeah. doing Strikers. Yeah. So he's, he's getting me more hyped. He's alleviating my fears because the and very the thing first is, thing I said, Ben, was like, okay, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf have been so disappointing. Yeah. Mario Party up until this... Greatest Hits collection has been so disappointing, so I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up, but when Bloodworth is telling you to be excited. Yeah. Because it doesn't come yeah. around that often. <laughs> exactly. It's like
0: one of those things where you're like, yeah. really? Yeah, Bloodworth yeah. is, yeah, is defending a, you, you this? A, whoa. All right. Yeah, All right. It's interesting to see <laughs> yeah. the battles, blood fights. Yeah. The blood train doesn't often pull out of the station, but yeah. when it does, you want to be on board. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. I jumped on. Yeah. like
1: I grabbed the caboose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's gonna have the fun time with it, and that yeah. makes, that's yeah,
1: yeah it's makes it better. Dude, yeah. He's hyping up Donkey Kong. I know, <laughs> blood hyping up Donkey Kong. Yeah, was that <laughs> yeah, was
2: sick. You pandering to us. Yeah. I'm also <laughs> excited
0: uh, for Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh yeah, that's uh, such Ben bait. Yeah, it is. It's it's it is absolutely Ben bait. It was unexpected. Very unexpected. I did yeah. have this moment though. I think it was like yesterday or the day before or something, where I was like, "Damn, we're not like I'm." I am genuinely pumped for Warriors, yeah. But I'm but like, it's not I'm ready for a new, new Fire core Fire Emblem yeah. game. Like whether it's a remake or a new game, like I'm I'm ready. But I guess thinking about it, because we talked about this with um, like them re-releasing Final Fantasy Tactics, which I think will happen. Yeah. But get Project Triangle Strategy or not out Project first. Triangle Strategy, Triangle Strategy out the door first. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be the same thing with Advance Wars. Yeah. Where totally. like they've got a core Fire Emblem cooking. Oh, no doubt they yeah. got one cooking. Is intelligence systems Triangle Strategy something. the same
1: studio as Octopath? Is this a follow-up, or is uh, it
2: separate? I think it's the same
0: studio. Okay. I didn't... I'm not sure. I think the so. correct yeah, answer is I'm not super sure. super similar. Yeah, um, it does look su- I
1: remember being so hyped for Octopath, and then it came out, and we were all kind of like, eh, it's all right. Octopath, so
0: hold that thought. This yeah. So th- it's being developed... Fragile Strategy is being developed by Square Enix and Art Dink. Okay. Who okay. I don't. That's not Octopath. Yeah, okay. 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 Let's see if I can find anything that we are. They tail the sun. Ogre Battle. Ogre City 2000 on the PlayStation. Ogre Battle, huh? Tactics Order let us Tune get together. Tactics oh, Ogre. Okay,
2: then. This is getting
1: me Shit. more excited. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Sword Art Online Lost Song.
1: Okay. So they've been around, though. Living around, yeah. yeah, yeah. When yeah. you're Enix, ogre battle out there, I forget yeah. the Octopath the team. Name, the yeah. Octo- yeah, I totally forget. But yeah, I hope. I hope this one acquire acquire. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, no, that was good. That was important information. Yeah, I I am very excited. I just hope it's hope it lives up, you know, because I I do feel yeah. like we had such high hopes and so much hype for Octopath, and the takeaway was that it was just okay in the end.
0: Ar- Octopath. Path is a weird game yeah. where I got a lot of enjoyment from it, but it is not a game for everybody. I liked its structure and that you mm-hmm. played as these eight different characters all with their own storylines. Uh, the combat system was awesome. So much fun. Um, and, like, it really pushed you to learn that battle system yeah. and, and getting to learn the intricacies of the different characters are good. But it's one of those things where I think if you're not that into JRPG battle systems mm. – you're not going to be as into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories, while I think the framing was interesting, I think a lot of the stories were pretty mediocre. Yeah, that's yeah. All I- scrubbed out. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't think it, it wasn't the whole package. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Um, but I'm into this trend of 2D HD. So thank you, Octopath, because I'd never seen anything really like that. Yeah. And now it seems like it's a genre, 2D HD. Well, and it looks so gorgeous. Like, yeah. like
0: yeah. say what you will about Octopath, <laughs> but like, there's no denying yeah. that it's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, also, love big sprites, dude. Love big, love big, sprites. fucking yes. chunky sprites. <laughs> yes. uh, and, you know, it's so cool that Dragon Quest III is being remade in that style. Yes. I really hope that. This is something they pursue. Yeah, like in a way, I, I kind of wish. Like this is the sort of reimagining I think the the old Final Fantasy games deserve. Yeah, uh, and I think do you do give that treatment it. to the originals?
1: That'd be so sick. Yeah. Holy moly, that'd be cool. Uh,
0: all right, let's get into. Oh, wait, sorry. wait, go ahead.
2: Controversial. I'm kind of into Mario Kart. Oh I yeah, want, I want Mario Kart Nine more. Is obviously, it really controversial. I don't. I don't know. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's this is like this is just like Pokemon. This is like where everybody
0: bitches about it, and then it sells. like Everybody buys it. Everyone
2: buys it. It's a lot of those maps I've never played. I like Mario Kart Eight a lot, so I'm gonna play this. And I have I ponied up for the the N64 games like a fool. Yeah. Me too. Of course. So I guess I'll just get these for. Anyways, yeah. so whatever. Yeah. I'll race.
0: Cool. Dude, you can, you can race, and then you can play Castlevania Bloodlines. Yeah. Dude, you're good. You got it. Yeah. GG. Um, all right, let's get into uh, the games proper. I am leading off the show with this. I'm really excited to talk about it because I have not had a chance to dig into it. Review copy provided by PlayStation. Yes. Uh, Brad, you've spent the most time with us, so yes. I'm going to have you lead us off. Uh, talk to me about Horizon Forbidden West.
2: Yeah, so we all finished the first one, I believe. Correct. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I either got to the very end of the DLC. Yeah, I don't know that I finished the DLC, but I did, of course, finish the main game.
2: Ba- yeah. yeah, I replayed it recently. Oh, the whole thing. Yep. Oh, nice.
0: I think I think I might try to well, replay it. This yeah.
2: game definitely expects you to know everybody from the first game. Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty Th- heavy. You have definitely pushed me in that yeah. direction. Yeah. Then, yeah,
2: where it's like, here's these characters, and it's like, I was like. Who is this again? Well, that's, <laughs>
1: that's the com—that's the comedy is like they're trying to make it seem important that like this character is returning. But like you spend three minutes with this character in the first mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But I like, know. remember this character? And it's like we we hung out for like five minutes. I remember some of them. Like, oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> you. But then they're like, <laughs> hey, A-boy. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, hey,
2: hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. it's has been a long time for me. Yeah, so I don't really remember. Sure. Yeah, five years ago now. But, uh... Jesus. Five years! Yeah, it's been a long time. They've been sitting on this one for a while. I feel
0: like I'm going to die of old age soon. Like, Jesus. Okay. But, uh,
2: I have been enjoying myself with this game. Good. I do think that, like, we have discussed with each other, there's a little too much dialogue sometimes. Mm. I think it indulges sometimes too much in that where I'm just like, alright, let's move on. There's a lot of story in this game. Yeah. Like, if you really like the story of Horizon and the world, I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Personally, the story of the original Horizon was, like, not that appealing to me. It's fine.
0: The thing with me in the first Horizon, I don't know if you agree with this, Brad, where I wasn't, like, immediately in love with the story, but by the end, sure. I, th- I think it got a lot There's more interesting. There's been some moments where I've been
2: on. like, oh, cool. cool, like, a little more interested, but obviously the main appeal for me in this series is just fighting sick robot dinos yeah. and yeah. stuff like that, and this game delivers in that. There's are, a lot of cool stuff you fight in this game where I'm like, man, this is like what I love about
1: Horizon. And nice. Here it is.
0: Back are to what, are there a lot of new...
1: Yeah. There's a good amount. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what you're saying is just about the, like, lot of story. I feel like every single thing in Horizon takes long. <laughs> Not like sure. long JRPG style, but like, settle in. I want to like, get that point across for anyone that's excited for Horizon and ready to like, dig in. Like, This game takes its time in every single element. Combat prep, combat fights, story, getting a quest, like looking at all your skill trees and everything, like every single thing is deliberate. There's a lot of, just a lot going on all the time. And like Brad was saying,
0: just like Aloy is constantly like chattering. She's very chatty. Yeah. Man, that's so interesting (laughs) uh, because... We're not talking about it uh, just yet, but that Dying Light Two uh, was it takes its time it takes in a way time. that was was absolutely a negative. Where mm. I think it it took its time more than it needed to. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that is the case for Horizon? Definitely don't want to talk about any
1: story
0: stuff. Sure, but sure, sure, sure. I'm just I'm pacing. yeah, I'm with
1: Brad. I like the lore of Horizon. It gives me shades of the 100. I keep talking about the 100 (laughs) because I I think of the 100 a lot. Just the original game about like scientists making machines that eventually take over, and now there's all these like tribes post-apocalyptic. Like it's very similar to that, and I really like that show. Uh, But it's just the characters. I'm I I don't connect. To the characters in this universe as much as I would like to, but the, that the lore case with is the first cool. one as well. The, yeah, that's okay. mainly what I'm talking about. And okay. I've, I've played the second one now for about ten or so hours, but I'm just not super attached to anyone, and that's always the most important thing for me. Um, but I love the world and the lore and like, mm-hmm. the machines and all that. Like everything is so cool. Yeah. Um, and then again, not, I don't want to go into spoiler stuff. But like, obviously, this new one has new factions and stuff, and that is promising. Uh, just with all the new new machines, new factions and stuff. It's it's a big improvement over the first one, I feel I like. I mean, I'd say that this game's sense. an improvement. Across the
0: board, yeah. yeah. Mm. Big time. Um, it's been a while, so I could be misremembering, but I feel like I, I did get invested into the main story of Horizon, but I wasn't as interested in, like, mm-hmm. the side stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, do you feel like just the the quality of the side stuff is more interesting, the stories are more interesting? I feel like it's like
2: presented pretty high quality. Okay. Like, cutscenes, voice acting, like, they really mm-hmm. put in the effort for them. Some of them have been, like, kind of invested in the storyline. <laughs> Some of them are just okay or whatever, but, you know, that's pretty open-world standard, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I finished a couple of them, you know, and then they, you see kind of, like... Witcher 3 style, maybe some of them like tie together in cool ways that you don't really expect. And it's like, I like that in an open world when maybe you are off doing different things. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like, oh, they kind of all connect in, in cool ways, yeah. you know? So I, I, like, I like that for sure.
2: Uh, two things I'm going to highlight, I think, are the best improvements of this game. Yeah. Is one is, obviously, is just the traversal of the world. I remember the first Horizon. I played Horizon after Breath of the Wild. And the traversal was just, like, you know, night and day. Because Horizon, the first game, you know, you can cl- you can climb on some stuff. But in this one, they really made it so you can climb on a lot more stuff. Okay. Like, you have your focus, and you can scan, and it kind of scans everything. you could see what you can climb. And it's, like, a lot more things now. I don't feel as limited as I did before mm-hmm. about exploring this world. Like, now there's some weird mountain. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. just going to climb some mountain and see if there's anything up there. Now it I can actually cool. do that.
1: The, like... What you when you do the pulse, you can like see where you can climb and where you can't. Oh, where you can climb, it has like these yellow lines or whatever. And then if you can't, it's just like red X's, kind of. Yeah, really clean, really cool. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you can climb like a lot of places. You can climb a lot. Yeah, I was climbing some weird
2: just mountains. I was like,
1: ah, looks cool up there. I want to (laughs) see. And they added
2: a staple of open world games now, probably for good reason. Like a glider, you get a glider Um. now, (laughs) so it makes just getting around this world even better. Um, there's also like a zip hook thing I don't think that was in the first game I can't no, remember no. but like you can I like think
0: I, I actually I don't think I, the grapple was no not grapple but I think there were zip lines in the first the zip game zip lines yeah, but this is like a, a sorry I, a, I thought you said I thought you yeah, meant yeah. Zip lines. yeah so there's
2: like, like a grapple yeah. thing you can do on some spots like Batman-esque kind of oh, okay. to help you get up stuff a little better they just made climbing and traversing the world better that sounds awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. and swimming you could swim now like underwater and stuff like there's some cool like freakos down there in the water Send w- me some freakos yeah i'm like oh heck yeah shit like you gotta like hide from them yeah. and stuff it's cool yeah. it's just an, a- an added layer onto the game
0: um cool. i really like in the first horizon how you can hack into uh yeah. certain robots and yeah. then ride them has mm-hmm. that been expanded yeah, you can totally do that
2: I mean, there's i haven't ridden too m- i don't know, i don't know how many different ones you can ride i've ridden the same one for a little bit because mm-hmm. i haven't unlocked a lot of the things to hack so you can, like, override them. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, do stuff to do that. Yeah. But this game has a lot
1: of stuff to do in it. a
2: lot. Like, I'm 25 hours in this Settle game in. right now, and there's I still have a lot to do. Yeah,
1: like, like if you're watching this and you're like, oh, I'm going to beat it before Elden Ring. Like, this game is not one that you can rush through. Really, yeah, uh, this time. game is, like, please just breathe and, like, enjoy our game. Like, that's just the vibe I get across
0: the board. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Um...
1: definitely want to talk about combat in depth
0: yeah i want to talk about combat um something that also annoyed me about dying light too is i would have these moments where it's like i feel like i'm talking to people more than i'm actually doing like (laughs) the tasks Mm -hmm. in the the quests yeah and i just it's it's something that i feel like bothers me more and more as time goes on where it's like if you give me a, a huge world like let me feel like I can breathe in it and yeah. give me a reason to go and, and poke around. Do you feel like you have that freedom? Do you feel like you can get there pretty quick and, and interact with the, yeah, way the world? Yeah, there's definitely spots
2: for? where I've gone that I felt like I went there because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like some sort of like city on the map that I didn't have like a main quest to go there for mm-hmm. or something. I'm like, I don't know what that is. That looks cool on the map. I'm gonna go yeah. see what that actually is. So yeah, nice. there's definitely a sense cool. of freedom and exploration.
1: Yeah, the first one barely had that. There's like two or three side quests that are in places that the main storyline doesn't uh, take you to. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I hope in Forbidden yeah. West that there's a lot
0: more yeah. of that. It seems like there will be. Um, I want to talk uh, about the upgrades. How, how meaningful do those feel?
2: Pretty good. Like, the like the main upgrade I went for right away is the slowdown time with the sure. bow because yeah. I'm like, okay, hey, this is going to be super important because yep. the game's about like shooting off precise parts of machines and stuff like that. And yep. Yes, it was the... The correct choice for me mm-hmm. but also like a lot of the melee ones were super important yeah, for me melee, because there's these um <laughs> quests for like battle pits essentially where you do like melee challenges and like arenas and different villages and stuff like that and to do some of them you need moves unlocked so i'm like okay well gotta unlock these moves mm-hmm. so i got all of those and like i've had like this tree i'm pr- i'm really far in this game but i'm like there's like, usually something i have Always something for me to go for. Still, right now, I'm like, cool. I still want this ability. Like, I got to invest. There's a lot of stuff to invest in if you want, not just like passive yeah. things, but like new abilities, new like moves for your bow or like your different so bows. So when you and get something, like that. feels dramatic. Yeah, totally. totally it could change cool. the way you play. Yeah, tons of
1: difficulties. I think there's five. I'm playing on hard. Mm. There's very hard there as well. I was like easy, normal, feel? hard, hard. Yeah, hard. Hard feels good. Yeah, hard feels hard good. feels fair. Hard feels good. Yeah. Okay.
0: Hard feels nice. Because I wonder if it's one of those things where it's like, if I choose normal, it's it yeah. going to be too easy? Don't know. I have Same. no idea. That's why I want to talk
1: about combat is because in the original, there's way less machines and just like way less moves to do. Like I, I just played through it again and it was like, your spear in the original can just <laughs> carry you. You are 2 a couple times, knock a machine down, critical strike, rinse and repeat, like over and over. This... Now, Forbidden West has a ton of combos with the spear. There's a lot more moves yeah, you is. can do when you're fighting humans. You can, you can maybe have to like guard break. Uh, there's cool moves where you can like hit them and leap in the air and then shoot them. There's a new mechanic with the spear where you're building up energy on it, oh. and then you can like slam them with it. It gives them like this energy on them, and then you shoot it. Cool. So it's just like a lot more active. Not only that. But the the enemy weaknesses are actually important this time. Like, you really need to use your acid arrows on this enemy that mm-hmm. is weak to it, and, like, your frost and your fire. You really have to, like, shoot the weak points. Early on, there's, like, the little scavenger enemy, and it's, like, he has this thing on the back mm-hmm. where if you shoot it with an electric arrow, it'll do an AoE and, like, shock everything. Or, like, the same goes for another enemy that has, like, a fire thing. And if you shoot that with a fire arrow, it... Fire goes everywhere. So you definitely have to think about combat more, and there's a lot more depth. There's just so many more layers to it. Like Horizon 1 yeah. is just like R2, 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 R1. Like, yeah,
0: there's a lot more. A lot I more am, weapons. I am so glad that yeah. you're saying this yes. because um yeah. in Horizon One, I really enjoyed fighting the robots and felt like applying things like status or just like shooting off components was fun and interesting, Mm -hmm. but it was like the human enemies don't have any of that, where they are just so vanilla that I really don't think they are what makes this game shine in the same way, Mm -hmm. and so for them even just to evolve that a little bit yeah. i think it would make a huge yeah.
2: difference they're a, they're yeah they're a little more evolved they are by no means yeah. the standout, though sure, of course yeah. but yeah.
0: they're a little
1: more fun yeah. to fight cool and you need the 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 shooting off the parts for the resources yes. is even more important yes, like that I was hard. kind of important in the first one not really now it was it's definitely like definitely a component well, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like now i like need to like shoot the underbelly, but for it to do that, I gotta get the right spot, the gotcha. right moment. Like, yeah, there's just Yo, more. It Monster feels, Hunter, baby. Yeah, yeah. It, feels, yeah.
2: it feels really good too when you shoot stuff off. Like, yeah. there's like a maybe like they have like a weird sack. You shoot it and yeah. they they get set on fire. <laughs> yeah, like, that feels good. That's yeah. good.
0: Um, with the first one, they there definitely was some effort in not having combat always be. Um, direct where it's like, hey, set up a trap and try to lead them in here. Yeah. Do they lean into that yeah, definitely. anymore? Yeah, okay,
2: definitely, it's
1: part of the game. Cool. I did a. There was like a hunting, the hunting grounds return, mm. mm-hmm. and there was one where it was like, <coughs> kill the machines with traps, and it was tough because you had to like shock them under the, uh, the bricks or whatever, and shock them, and then shoot the brick, and it falls on, or like you can shoot, and like logs will come out like down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. cool this traps, is some fun stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um you Brad you said you were go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay. It's not even close to Gwent oh, oh, or okay. Fort Condor. But there is a game called Machine Strike or Machine Wars or something and I'm hooked. I'm hooked on this. Is it a card game? No. no. It is you get little pieces and the pieces you get are machines. Um, the board and the effects and everything is what's holding it back. Mm. Fort Condor, the presentation and the Gwent presentation. Dude,
0: Fort Condor was I know amazing. The
1: best of the best. So yes. lower your expectations for this. It's not okay. in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so fun. You have a huge grid board, and on the board are different environments. There's so much depth. I'm just gonna give you the cliff notes. All the spaces have like, you know. Mountain or snow or grasslands, and depending on where you are, that gives your machines power. All the machines have different abilities and different strengths, attack, movement. Cool. Uh, and you just have to take turns and eliminate the opponent's machines. You can only move, you know, like chess style, you can only move certain... Areas and attack, and it's just so much fun. It's built into the world like Witcher Gwent style, nice. where you go to a town and there's someone there playing, or like you find pieces out in the world that make cool. your your deck better. Does, so really cool, and do, I'm I'm in.
0: <laughs> do you get stuff that you can apply to the rest of the game from playing? Machine Wars or whatever it is, you get XP and like oh. uh I got like skill points I think for like oh, yeah for okay. beating some of those Damn. yeah okay. so okay.
1: definitely yeah. worth yeah. It yeah if you like sure.
2: those like, and money if you love Gwent yeah stuff, like, stuff like that games within a game yeah you're gonna
1: yeah. really like this yeah it's how cool. uh, I feel like the UI though for it could be better like just yeah. the presentation well, like because well, it's, machines... it's
2: like it's super primitive you know yeah. it's like them just playing on a board game. yeah it's not yeah it's not Fort Condor yeah crazy high tech
0: Fort
1: Condor just raised the
0: bar too high Something I think Pokemon Legends does really well, or at least it came across that way in my playthrough, was um, money felt very valuable. And like, if I did choose to really heavily invest in certain things mm-hmm. I could easily wipe myself out of money yeah uh, how is the economy here the beginning it feels good okay. yeah I'm 10
1: hours in it feels nice but I think I made a mistake upgrading lower tiered weapons Yes. I got a little carried I haven't away done that really that much yeah I think if you're even slightly smart about it and and pro tip like don't upgrade your greens because you're gonna get blues and purples yeah I was like pumping things <laughs> I was just out of control like pump it pump yeah. it pump it and I was like Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. You just burned through them too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's like a lot of the stuff, the good stuff later on, yeah, it costs some money. Like, Mm -hmm. not that expensive for me, but you, you like may need a component to buy this also. You need a part from some sort of monster. So you got to go out there and get it too, Mm -hmm. usually.
0: Uh, Just because I was interested in going through or picking up where I left my Steam version of Horizon Zero Dawn and going through it. Um, I looked on how long to beat actually today, and it said it's long, dude. Uh, about thirty hours for yeah. DLC and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Forbidden West is going to take you yeah. like oh
2: double that time? Or? I feel like there's a lot. It depends how much I want to do, you know. But I, sure. I haven't been on the
1: whole map yet. There's okay. a lot I still haven't done. I'm an open world completionist when it yeah. comes to quests. I'll do every quest, all the side quests, even like that's my that's my go to. I I don't do hundred percent collectibles. That's why I never get platinums. Because I'll do every single quest, but it's like I'm not collecting fifty mm. feathers or whatever the hell. I'm ten hours in and it said I'm ten percent done. Game completion. So
0: yeah. Damn, I settle I, in. Settle in. I am not necessarily an open world completionist, <laughs> but I feel like things that help motivate me to complete more quests are A, if the rewards are amazing and I feel like I can actually apply them, like Shin Megami Sensei 5. I didn't do everything, but I did a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's like the quality of these stories is so good mm-hmm. uh, that you you want to see yeah. more of them. Those I'd say it's a right mix
2: right. of both. Okay, there's yeah. some cool ones. I usually don't even know what loot I'm gonna get. I don't yeah. mean like look. Yeah, I just do the quest because I know yeah. I'm gonna get skill points too. But I've gotten some pretty yeah. good rewards. I'm like, oh nice.
1: <laughs> and and sometimes with the with a quest, I'm just like, what am I doing? Who <laughs> who, who is this person? What what did they want me to do? Just, like. A lot of lore, you know, a lot of lingo. Like, this is this is a full-on, like, world where they expect... They, it's, like, that kind of thing where it's just, like, they're going to be talking in their game language yeah. of, like, this and the, the Oseram and, and Avad and the Sun King and, like, all this stuff.
0: Man, there's, just, there's
1: a lot. There's a lot in this game. Like, it is a slower-paced video game. You're just...
0: <laughs> you're giving me PTSD and, like... <laughs> It's something that's scaring me, honestly, because like Dying Light Two, I was like, okay, I'm gonna like really pay attention. I'm really mm-hmm. gonna go through these dialogue trees, yeah. and then you get to the end. It's like, okay, most of that didn't matter at all, and it was really frustrating. And I felt like they had so much lore, but it wasn't wielded effectively. Um, and so, I like I'm, I, a lot of what you're saying about the combat, uh, about the world. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn was gorgeous. Yeah. I'm assuming this is gorgeous. I just don't want to be sitting there in the opening hours just, like, I don't know. I I feel like you have to find this balance where it's like the right games can get you to care when you lean in. Like, I I think God of War is a very good example where it does eventually kind of tip the scales and lean into its lore. But by that point, you're like... Feed me, Daddy. Yeah, like, yeah. like you've you've really earned my attention. Yeah. You know, I, I hate it when a game is like I demand you pay attention before really like giving you the fun yeah. and feeling like it's earned it. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of like optional dialogue and like I don't want to skip that. Mm-hmm. Like you come to someone and it's like, okay, exhaust the five the five things on the <laughs> on the dialogue, you know, and like that's there you go, ten minute Conversation with an inconsequential NPC. You know, there's yeah. just a lot of that. Yeah. So just be prepared mentally for that. And I think you'll have a lot a better know, time. Because when I've jumped in, I was like, let's go, Horizon, I'm ready. Like machines, I'm ready to mountain smash. And it's slow like, it down. Slow it down. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Yeah. 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 I
2: only pick dialogue <laughs> if I actually want to hear about it now. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I need I'm just to. like, I'm not exhausting to. all this because I don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just going to ask you questions about stuff I actually care about. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah,
0: and that's, maybe, maybe that's that's going to be the right approach for me. Yeah,
1: it's like Bloodworth when he was like, epiphany for me. But I I can't do it still when Bloodworth was like, Witcher three. You're not supposed to do every quest. It's like you're not supposed. To, yeah, they're all there, but like really, you're not supposed to do mm. every single 100% side quest. And I was like. But I, but I need to. But I want. I don't want to miss anything. He's like, he's like, it well, feels unnatural. You're burning yourself out. Like, would Geralt really be doing a f- hundred things? Like,
0: the thing about The Witcher, though, <laughs> is it like, ah. is it kind of goes into what I was saying earlier, where the stories are so good. Exactly. That, I don't want to miss any of them. You don't those. want to miss them. Like, yeah. The context around. It. I mean, of course, I'm not talking about like clearing monster nests or things like yeah. that. But like yeah. the actual side quests. Yeah, could be, be very enjoyable in in Witcher three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Cool. I'm sure there will be. More Horizon. I'm going to dig into it at some point, uh, Forbidden West, in other frame traps. But let's move on because I, I have played this game. And Huber, I know you've played a ton of this game. And Brad, I know you've played some of it as well. Uh, Sifu. 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 Sifu.
1: Dude, Sifu. We got to have a really intense discussion. I we, hope do. You're ready, about, we do. ready. We do. About ourselves. difficulty. We, we got to talk ourselves. about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, ha- it's happened today. Mm-hmm. They're going to patch it. Oh, no. They're adding a harder and an easier Difficulty for this game.
0: I guess I shouldn't say, oh, no. I mean.
1: So I just like. I want to express my feelings in a way where I, I can be understood. <laughs> OK. Is is? Like we need to talk about this. We need to hash this out. Yeah. Because there's so many fine lines with this discussion accessibility and difficulty to me are two different things yes do we agree or disagree absolutely on that? that's I think that is okay. strictly true okay yes everyone complaining that this game is too hard like my first question is how long have you played you know mm-hmm. there are so many people out there where I was talking to someone in chat and they were like it's so hard like I don't want to play I'm not gonna play it and it's like well how long did you play they were like i died on the second boss a couple times and it was like just a couple times like put more time into it i feel like with game difficulty discussions like everyone wants instant gratification and everyone mm. wants to just constantly progress but the second you die on something and have to redo it even once or twice people are out and then they get to play the victim okay this may sound harsh but i really want to talk this out they play the victim because the game isn't holding their hand, and it's like too hard for them. But they still want to play it. Like I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like you, and then it's, it's and then they, but they play the victim, and then like maybe maybe I feel I seem like the bully because I'm like, yo, just
0: practice, try. Like not every game is for everyone. It's not a one size fits all thing yeah I, and so it's it's kind of this 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 huge mess and, and you have to be careful because i feel like the difficulty conversation people it's really people, intense it's really intense and people like I, I think they hear something and they 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 take it personally yeah or yeah or I'm not attacking because you have a different anyone. viewpoint they yeah. kind of jump down their throat it's like no it's i'm not not doing yes. that um so to get what you're saying i think it's a i think it's many 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 things yeah. right like just because somebody doesn't like how hard a game is they could feel that way for a bunch of different reasons right yeah. maybe they th- there are like maybe physical limitations that they have that make it harder for them to play games mm-hmm. or they just don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. it could be it could be many many things i also think sometimes uh, that pride gets in the way i really do i think i think you know like you get really good at a game, and you you tell yourself like, "Oh, I'm good at games." and Then yeah. you go on to the next thing, and you're like, "Well, this game is bullshit, right?" And yeah. it's just, it, I, 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 I'm not even saying this to insult people. I yeah. think that's a natural thing that every human totally being L- losing goes in through. a game hurts. Yeah, it absolutely. Hurts. It, it's you, no one wants to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like.
1: But, like, facing that, like, the whole Sekiro PC gamer thing about the person who put cheated for the final boss and then, like, you cheated yourself, that whole thing. But, like, there is merit to some of that where, like, when I finally, I haven't finished Sifu yet, I'm on the final boss, but, like, when I finally got to the last stage or, like, watch the stream, when I finally beat the second or third boss, like, without dying a lot, like... It was euphoric. Uh Like, yeah, it sucks for those maybe couple hours when you are grinding it and replaying something, but then you beat it, and, like, a lot of video games don't do that anymore. They don't Uh give me that feeling. That's why everyone loves From Software Games. Like, not the only reason, but that's a big reason why everyone loves From Software Games so much, because it's rewarding in that sense. And it's, like... All these people coming out of the woodwork like, F that, your game's too hard, I'm not going to play. Where's the easy mode? Making everyone else the villain mm-hmm. because, like, why? Why are? Why is everyone the villain because, like, a game doesn't have an easy mode? I just don't yeah. understand this. And yeah. it's not gatekeeping. That's what I wanted to say. The fine line. The fine line of, like, I do want everyone to enjoy Sifu, obviously. Yeah. But I just ask that, like, you don't, give up immediately like put a, like put a little work in
0: put Gate- a little bit yeah i i really the gatekeeping conversation is really yeah frustrating because gatekeeping is not you are going to like everything. Yeah. That's like gatekeeping is not ensuring that every single game that comes out, you're going to enjoy as much as everybody else. <laughs> That's not what gatekeeping is. Gatekeeping <laughs> is saying you are not allowed to enjoy this. Yeah. You shouldn't enjoy this. Yeah. That's not what anyone is That's saying. That's not what anyone's saying about Sifu. It's, it's not hard. What we're yeah. It's yes. hard. And you can yes, jump yes, in yes. and
1: you might die a lot. Yes. So Absolutely.
0: Die a lot. Yeah. So if you got on here and you said, you know, get good, suck it up, or you were insulting yeah. or condescending, Practice. that would be gatekeeping. Yeah. But. I also like, I also think it's really important, like. Not ever sometimes things are internal things, you know. We all like have our own subjective tastes, and you yeah. don't have to like what everybody else is liking. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. or if you do like it and no one else does, that's fine. But that I, it really frustrates me when you turn that opinion mm-hmm. and try to make it a decree, yeah.
1: Where it's yeah. like this has to exist, this has this to have an easy mode. Right? Yeah, like, it's insane to me. This game is so balanced with its difficulty, it is insanely punishing. But after just practicing mm-hmm. for a couple hours like oh dude it's night and day like mm-hmm. I can destroy the first two levels with, like without even dying and like a week ago I got to level three when I was like 60 years old and yeah. now like played for a couple days yeah it's just this immediate like I don't want to replay something I don't have time for that yeah so because you don't have time in your life to like put in the time you know everyone else is a bully and gatekeeping right. like grow up
0: well, yeah. I mean, I I think it is okay to to have frustrations and, and vent, right? Yeah. Like everybody needs to do that. Yeah. There's no way you can like calmly approach everything, yeah. right? Like even when you were playing Sifu on yeah, the stream, I was broken down. Yeah, you got frustrated. Yeah, and I I, I think it I think it is okay. I, I think the problem that I run into is like when it turns from frustration to like these demands, mm-hmm. uh, is is where it becomes a problem. Where it's like you know, because I had this negative experience or because I'm feeling bad, like every, every, so there's so many things worth doing that are immensely frustrating. Yes. Like a, an example. Okay. I love writing. I love doing it. I, I, it's, it's like my passion. It's something that I think I'm good at. Every time I sit down to write, it's a, it's a, it's the worst fucking it's thing. It's the like, worst it's feeling on earth. It's, it's the worst feeling. Like I, like I've I've written many, yeah. many, 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 many things. I want to grow up. There are just times where you sit down and you're like,
1: oh yes. like it's just it just is it's yeah. it's,
0: it's you feel it. It yep. feels like 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 somebody just dropped a weight on you. Yeah. Right. It's it's not fun, but when yeah. I get done, I'm like, okay, that was worth it. Worth right? it. Right. Sifu. Worth it. And here's the thing. If you're like, oh man, like I have a job. I work so hard. I have this going on. I have a family. All that stuff is valid. It's no very one's saying valid. That it's not valid. Yeah, but then that's fine. Yeah, you know, like, like, like it's it's play just, one round a night or, don't like play. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> don't we as humans have to constantly make choices all the time? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch that show because it's too long, and I would really yeah. want to, but yeah. I'm not gonna. One get Piece, it. it's too long. I'm, I'm not gonna
1: tell him to make a One Piece Kai. Right. I'm not gonna I'm
0: not, <laughs> gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out there and be like, all right, cut out like half the episode. Yeah, or, yeah, you're not gonna do that, right? Because yeah. that, it, it is. It is like, it's like let yeah. the millions of other yeah. people enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I just like I
1: like Sifu is so shot in my arm dude this game is perfect and I wouldn't change a frame of it like yeah it was really difficult for a while there but like I overcame that and now I'm never gonna forget this game it's so memorable so like back to the gatekeeping thing of like oh easy mode like that kind of devalues it for me because I went through this challenge but like that I don't agree with okay that like knowing that there's one difficulty though the one and that's the thing that i overcame i overcame yeah. the game like when there's multiple difficulties even if i beat it on the hardest one it doesn't feel as meaningful cuz you can just like not do it on the hardest one like when there is a one yeah. difficulty option and i beat that video game that's a good feeling
0: but i think that that you are positioning yourself in your mind as your own enemy where it's mm-hmm. like whether or not they add a harder and easy or whatever, yeah, right. Like you still did the thing, true, right. And so if you let that be taken away from you, yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think you're just mind fucking yourself, right. Yeah. And the thing that I fall back on, <laughs> and what I really truly believe, is I want. Game creators to have autonomy because I want a diverse landscape. Yes, I don't want every game to be Sifu, Yeah, but I want Seafo. I to want exist. a Sifu in a year. Yeah, one hard game and everyone's pissed. Well, it's, like. not just, it's not just one, but <laughs> like if if the Sifu developers were like, "No, this is the experience that we want. We want it to be this de- difficulty." Yes, we think that That's there is what I was going to say. The yeah. one thing I like yeah.
2: about often with one difficulty is it felt it feels extremely tailor made yes. around the developer's vision of how yep. they want to present this game.
1: And does. I got no
2: problem with difficulties for games like that, but I just think there's something really
1: special about that. Special. It yeah. feels special. It really feels like if there's an easy mode on Sifu, and even if I beat it on normal or hard, I know you don't agree, but it's like I still feel like, it, it I don't know. It just doesn't feel as... Sure. I can't I tell you how it, to feel. I don't know what that is, I can't is. tell you no, how to feel. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what that feeling is.
0: I, I just, like, <laughs> I, I'm thinking in my head, like, if the Sifu developers were like, okay, we've gotten feedback, mm-hmm. and... We want to put in an easy mode. We want yeah. to put in a hard mode. Like, they know their game better than I'm ever going to know their game, yeah. right? And so I, it, I I guess I'm just saying, like, I err on the yeah. side of the developers. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: totally. Thank you, guys. I, that has been eating away at me. I just, yeah. The difficulty con- discourse, you know, it gets toxic. It gets out of control. It does. I, I and think... I don't want to gatekeep or anything, but yeah. I also think there's so much value in difficult games. Like, it's yeah. not a... It's not every single
0: game is, is insanely punishing, you know. So when they come around, I appreciate it. There is this weird thing in gaming culture that I think even if you mentally try to get away from it, it's still so ingrained in gaming culture that it's yeah. hard for your heart to separate from it. Where, like, we say this jokingly, but <laughs> video games are such a flexible and diverse medium that it's like, it's okay like yeah if 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 you want to play games on easy, yeah. like, there's there's no shame, no you, shame. there is there's is nothing that you should not hide that, right mm-hmm. like it's totally okay. Yeah. if you want to look up YouTube videos, if mm-hmm. you want to go on game facts like games are meant to be enjoyed in whatever way you choose to enjoy them, mm-hmm. right uh, as long as you're not like harassing of course, I'm not like endorsing harassment or anything like that. But at the same time, right? Like, if there is a super difficult game, mm-hmm. there are lots of people that are going to get enjoyment out of that. Yeah, let them. Yeah, right. Like, like,
1: it, it. it's just like they're always the bad guy in the narrative. Yes. They're yes. always the villain. Yes. Anyone who doesn't doesn't want difficulties in in a Souls game, or anyone that likes the punishing difficulty of Sifu is just the villain. And I don't like this narrative.
0: I think about so. I read, I, I peruse IMDb reviews a lot, user reviews. And yeah, me so too. Fu- I love them. It's so funny when there's like. <laughs> Even a movie that's like a little artsy, you'll get these reviews that are like three out of 10. And people yeah. are like, nothing happened. It was so boring. Yeah. And it's just like, that's fine that that's yeah. an opinion. That that opinion is totally valid. But goddamn, would I not want like the creative team behind this motion picture yeah. to pay any attention to like, yeah, like I, I don't know. I feel like the internet has this like intense fascination with consensus. Yeah. Where there is a right opinion. Yeah. And you are you are mocked if you fall right outside of that. And it's like that stifles everything. Yeah. Like 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 it's okay that you don't like Sifu. Just move on. Move on. (laughs) Yeah. Or practice. Or practice. Like that's the thing. Like ask like if anyone's pissed
1: out there, ask how many times you've practiced it. Yeah. Like really how many times have you died?
0: Yeah. (laughs) That, like that's that honestly straight up <laughs> ask yourself straight up, that is why I love fighting games yeah because like when you get in it and you get your ass handed to you, you get your butthole ripped out and shoved yeah. into your mouth <laughs> you lost because the other guy practiced practice harder yep and it's just like that's it like there's there's no there's, there's no gimmicks. There's nothing. It's just like he's just better because he put in here yeah. 10,000 he hours
1: time. to be a master at anything. Play Sifu yeah. for 10,000 hours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess that's <laughs> like one thing I like about games like this is I feel growth in myself. Yeah. Yeah. I like that yeah. feeling of games. Love feeling. I love that A lot feeling. of that, there's no room for that mm-hmm. in like some games. But like, Sifu, uh, yeah. Sifu is a game that feels better to get better at itself. Because mm-hmm. it's not when I'm playing this game, it's not like, oh, that was bullshit. This, this game's messing mm-hmm. up right now. Seafood yeah. feels so tight that it feels like, yes, I will get better at this. Yep. And yeah. the game will reward me for it in a good way.
1: Going back to the earlier levels when you're really good and then just like destroying it is yeah. one yeah. of the best feelings of the year for sure.
0: Brad, I think that that is a point worth emphasizing is I don't think anyone ever just just likes a game because it is hard. Yeah. Right? Like, when I booted up Sifu for the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, this is so immaculately crafted, yeah. right? I think visually, I think the sound design is incredible. The sound I think, is so good. I think the way that it sort of adopts fighting game philosophy and puts it into this brawler style mm-hmm. is really interesting and it's cool.
1: Like, threads the needle flawlessly between beat em up and fighting game.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> like the environment design where you have to work for shortcuts to help mm-hmm. you on subsequent runs mm-hmm. the fact that like when you go to like one of the shrines you have to like, there's skill, There's things that you can unlock if you get there at a certain age. There's things based on score. There's things based on XP. It's like, all of this is really well thought. It's not just because mm-hmm. you want to beat your head against something. It's because when you get good at Sifu, you literally feel like a martial yeah. art yeah. Yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. so good. You're not just yeah.
2: memorizing enemy layouts and right. patterns. You right. know, you're adapting on the fly with them.
0: Yeah. And because, like, naturally in any game, right, I think if you can find an, an avenue to exploit you're gonna naturally gravitate towards yeah. it, and that's what's so cool about Sifu, is like, you'll find yourself relying on a trick, and then it will immediately shove something yeah. in your face where it's like, yeah, that's not gonna work anymore, yeah. right? And so you, it demands you to really dig into its systems, and I always respect that in yeah. a game. I'm loving it,
1: I'm loving it, I'm loving the vibe, I'm loving the story, just mm-hmm. a nice little tale of revenge, taking out the 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 like grandmaster it gives me like blade of the immortal vibes heavily yeah. some like akatsuki organization yeah. you know uh I've, and there's like just enough lore you could, the collectibles I, say, I think the narrative is really good for this game it's so so good all the collectibles are so cool they just give you a little extra flavor of where you are and
0: the people that are there like you'll find something about the people in the level yeah. and it's like oh this is awesome but you know what? I mean, based on what I've experienced so far, what's sick about Sifu is it has that narrative, but that narrative never gets in the way. Sifu It just fucking goes. It goes. I love that so much. There is no dragging. Yes. There
1: <laughs> is none at all. Uh, and the
0: age mechanic is really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Love the weapons. The... the staff, the pipe, the bottle. Yes, I love the weapons. Great boss fights. They're all pretty different.
0: The only thing that I would say that I don't like about Sifu, or I'm like, okay, that feels a little bit like an antithesis to every other design decision that you have, is there have been moments where it's like, okay, that guy came from off screen, yeah, or like camera that can that sometimes, through, yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not constantly not perfect, but yeah. uh, but there are just there are just a few moments where I'm like, okay, that it's the that seemed a nature little, of games yeah, like yeah. this, yeah, yeah, because like most of the time. Right, it's like no, I lost because I just did the wrong thing. Yeah, and so the moments where it's like, okay, I couldn't see that coming, yeah. do feel a little frustrating. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, uh, the the StarCraft Two moment for me was learning to block the lows mm. and just getting those down. Like one of the the first guy in the club er, or the first level, mm. he's like does the sweep kick. He's yeah, like yeah. a martial arts dude. Well, they're all martial arts dude, but like he does the sweep kick, and like the first couple times, I was like, shit, this guy's crazy, and then it was like, oh, just like. Dodge high, 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 low, easy. There, gotcha. In the gotcha, second bud. <laughs> level, there are these
0: like ladies that do. They'll knock you down, and then if you don't get up, the kid, dude, slam. get out of there. And it was such a great way to be get like, out. if you get knocked down, don't fucking stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get out. It was. Oh, it was a great teaching tool.
2: I think. One thing I really like about this game is how it handles its roguelite element, or your run essentially. Mm-hmm. How you get these shortcuts you unlock, but the shortcuts it's are so not genius. always maybe the best choice. Yeah, it depends on what you want to do that run because mm-hmm. there's upgrades at some of these levels that you can get that are like permanent yeah. for your run. But if you use these shortcuts, you're gonna you're gonna skip some of them. Yeah. So I've definitely run into parts where I'm like do I want to use the shortcut or not? Do I want to avoid yep. getting in a fight and maybe finish the level at a younger age or get this power up that could help me throughout I, the whole I, run?
1: That happened to me and I was like, I'm just going to try the boss really quick and skip two of the shrines and then I beat the boss like pretty good. So I was like, shit, I beat the boss pretty young, but I missed out on the shrines. Do I replay? Do I keep going? I don't know. It reminds <laughs> yeah. me
0: of Returnal and running into those rooms where you're like, okay, this is signifying to me that it's going to be like a crazy room with a lot of shit. Like, do I really need that right now in my mm-hmm. run? Like, do I have, yeah. yeah. Love those guys. Because you're like, well, maybe
2: I just want to get past this level. I just want to see this level through. Beat yeah. the boss. So I'm going to use this shortcut. You beat the level, and then you're like, exactly like Hebrew, you're saying like, well, maybe I could do this a little better now. Maybe it. you gained a little confidence by beating that boss. You're like, you know what? Maybe I will go back and get that now. That's a really sick, just extra layer of thinking to the mm-hmm. runs. Mm-hmm. It sounds small, but when I was playing this game, I was constantly thinking about this every time I'd restart something.
0: Yep. Um, something that I also struggle with in Sekiro, just because I think it's something that you don't have to deal with in many games ever, is... I, blocking high and low, the high lows, and not just blocking or doing the back dodge is—you really gotta like practice.
1: That's, <laughs> That's it. That's know. the thing. That's yeah. the barrier. Once you get the high low dodge down, like you will have such a better time yeah. in this video game. And like, it t- didn't take too long. Yeah. Like you can do it. You can do it out there. Just be patient. Also, playing doses this game, mm. hour or two at a time. Like they, don't don't grind Sifu. All night long, unless you're on like one fight, maybe then grind it. But like, if you're just playing through, like, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, like, I don't know. So Yeah, I
2: think if you bash your head against the wall, too yeah, much, yeah, you yeah, take get breaks. Frustrated, take, break. and take breaks. Angry at the game, and yep. you're like, you know, I'm not gonna play this game anymore, kind yeah. of thing. Because
0: the angrier you get, the more you're gonna. You have
2: to sh- know yeah, when yeah. to walk away with games yeah. like this. Oh, for back. sure, yeah, for sure.
1: Because um, I think that, like Curse of the Dead Gods or Hand of Fate, Ben. Those are games that I walked away from because they were so hard. Hard in in different ways, I guess. Like, because of the Dead Gods is skill-based, but, like, Hand of Fate's a little RNG. But, like, I don't know. Like, just this expectation that everyone should be able to beat every single game mm-hmm. is, is I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like they're right that, you know... I don't know. Some games are hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, am I smart enough to read like Ulysses or Tolstoy? Like, no, it's not for me. I don't know. Well, like, not every game or every movie is for everyone. I don't know. Like,
0: I don't know. I, I also think it is possible to like just value an experience with the game. Again, I think we just put like weird arbitrary limitations on ourselves. And so, like, mm-hmm. a perfect example of this is I love God Hand. Godhand is one of the most difficult games I've ever played. I've never finished God Hand. I still value that game. I yeah. still appreciate the time that I've put into it. I think it's a really fucking cool special yeah. game that's so sick. Like, all of those feelings are still valid. Like, you can still get a great yeah. experience out of something, even if you yeah, don't beat it. That, dude! Or it kicks your ass. What the hell? People are so
1: pissed, but people don't even finish video games anyway. Right. What are you yelling about? Just play Sifu and then when you start dying a lot, then quit. Like Or just take a break. Or take a break. You know, like, like, like people don't finish games anyway. Look at the percentages. Like it's it's there. The numbers yeah. are there. Like people just... don't
2: want to quit a game because they They can't do it. Yeah. If they quit a game because they get bored of it, they're more okay with that. Yeah,
1: like I had your you had your fun and now it's time to put it down. <laughs> yeah, and Versus not... like this brick wall, like what the yeah. hell? I paid for this, I'm dying a lot. I get that. Like maybe buying the game with money and then like not being able to complete it is the one argument that I can get behind where it's like okay that does suck if I buy a movie I can watch it till the credits
0: like but but like (laughs) maybe you don't beat it until like a year from now you know it's like it's like I I, what all I'm trying to say is like why why are you putting so many restrictions on yourself? yourself you know what I mean yeah like sure maybe you didn't beat it as quick as Joe Bob, or you got yeah. stuck on a boss, or things didn't work out, or you got really tilted like one night. It's just like, chill out. Yeah. Take your time. Life is hard. Life is hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know? And I, I I just don't think those kinds of restrictions help anyone. Yeah. I don't know. Do you agree with that? I agree. Do you think that's too idealistic?
1: No. I agree. Okay. I've been thinking about this a lot, so I'm glad you took the time to talk it out. I've been thinking about it. And then it came to a head today when we're filming this today, because they announced easy mode, hard mode I did coming. Not know that. Yeah, until they did. People were re- rejoicing, but but the the consensus was, oh, I'll play now. Yeah, and that's okay. Versus, but like you didn't even try. It was like, oh, I'll play now that you have an easy mode, but I wasn't even going to try on the normal mode.
0: Like, you can't you go- can't let that get under your skin yeah. though, because yeah. then it's like. Yeah. Because really all you have control over, right, it sort of gets back into the, like, you can appreciate stuff in your own way, but mm. you don't really have authority over how other people enjoy exactly. things, right? Yeah. You so do you, like, you do you. So it's like people, people are in or out for many reasons, right? Mm. Maybe they don't like someone's... Like the the faces in one game, and they're like, "I'm not gonna play." it. it's like, whatever, you know. It's like it's not my it's not <laughs> my job to get you to play or yeah. or not play things. But, but when th- you start talking shit
1: like and and demanding yes. an you, easy mode, then you're mode. just being annoying. Yeah. Yes. And that's where I'm
0: coming yes. from. It's
1: the people demanding an easy mode and complaining that the game is too hard. Because
0: it's one thing to like play the game and be like, "Okay, here's how I think it could be better. Here yeah. are, here are weak spots of the game." Versus like, never played it, too bullshit hard. Yeah. GG. It's just like, okay, well. Yeah. All right. Like, it is even just like the tone in which you approach things, I think, can make make a huge difference. Um, Because accessibility is needed. Absolutely. Things should be accessible. I don't want every game to be Sifu. Definitely. I would go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd go insane. (laughs) Every game is (laughs) Sifu. I don't know. It's such an interesting... I'm sure this conversation has pissed
1: off people. Oh, my God. Everyone's so mad. Everyone's (laughs) so mad. Yeah. But some people have our backs, probably that that overcame the mountain that is sifu it's just <laughs> I don't but know. i that but but before like i hope you're not pissed cuz i'm i'm coming from a place where like i want to hash all this out like there yeah. is a middle ground for difficulty in video games so, I don't know. but not every game needs to be easy And not every game needs to be hard. Like there is a middle ground. Some games are easy. Like you have your Assassin's Creeds that you can turn your brain off for. And then you have your Sifu's and your returnals where you need to focus and you need to persevere and try. They are doing such different things.
0: I I wish I believed that. There was space for a middle ground. I just feel <laughs> oh, like no, no. Yeah. I feel like our brains have been yeah. rewired because yeah. of 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 how the internet yeah, works. Good now, versus evil, right versus wrong. It's good versus everything. Everything is a yep. fucking fight. Yep. Everything, everything is, is a fight. fight. Everything is. I can't yeah. believe you feel this way. Yeah. You know, and because like the world is so fucked up, I think that has also elevated mm-hmm. things. But it's just like like you feeling the way that you do about about this particular difficulty issue. Yeah is you just feel this way about yeah. an entertainment exactly. product. Exactly. You're not saying anyone else to Because I'm this genuinely,
1: it. like, yeah. I'm passionate about this, and I'm curious, and I want to see all angles yeah. of this argument.
0: Yeah. It's of just, this
1: debate. Like, give yeah. me the critical analysis of both sides, please. Let's come together.
0: If only it was presented <laughs> that way, but I feel like so many people are like, okay, I have to correct you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, no. I don't have, t- it's, it's always like, I don't have time to replay it. Yeah, I'm not good enough. Like those are always that, and then the other side is like, get good,
0: practice. It's like that, ah! that's the thing, though. Is yeah. like where where I struggle to understand fully. Right? Is you know, in in a lot of instances, I, I absolutely believe you're good enough. You just don't yeah. believe that you're good enough. It, that's yeah. maybe it will take you longer. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it'll like, take you
1: longer, but you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- I didn't think I'd beat seafood at all, and I'm on the final boss now, and I know I'll beat it. A like, week ago, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to beat this game. Like maybe I'll have Brad beat this boss for me or something. Yeah, I Tuesday, had that thought. You were whining about yeah. it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is insane. Yeah, yeah. And then like one or two more nights. That's it. I was like, okay, confidence. It's
0: confidence. Truly. It's it's well, I think it's perseverance it's, more than it's just it's it's confidence. perseverance. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: You gotta be okay with failing yeah. in a game like this. Yeah. yeah. But if Th- you're not okay with failing, maybe it's not for you. Man. This is
1: the prologue for the Elden Ring difficulty discussion. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't think I don't think Elden Ring will have it this time because open world. No, it- it'll have it. It'll be different <laughs> though. No. No, yeah. I mean,
0: like it will have it because it's been a. It's been, thing, yeah. it's been a hot every topic, so it's going to happen. Time. yeah, every yeah. single time. Every <laughs> single yeah. time, yeah. Same shit. Every maybe,
1: time. W- maybe they'll be exhausted from the Sifu. No.
2: <laughs> people being exhausted about complaining <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, right. Seafood yeah. Yeah. though, ten out of ten. Not a ten, but a ten. It's out of 10. really good. I really love cool. it.
0: It seems. Yep. I, I can't. And wait to
1: and get back and to and, it. and to to end the conversation, the the reason I'm so passionate about this is because like Brad was kind of saying earlier was. The vision. The difficulty feels like the developer's vision. Like, if this game was easy, it would not be as effective. Like, when you yeah. beat a huge fight, it feels so damn good because the combat is amazing, but also because it is challenging and you knocked everyone out. Mm. Well, if you could just walk in the room and, like, knock everyone down easily without even trying at all, like, I
0: just don't feel like that's as rewarding. To emphasize your point, Think about how many games employ martial arts, but Mm -hmm. think about how very precious few games actually feel like real martial arts games. There are a lot of games that quote-unquote feature martial arts, and it's like, I really just feel like I'm pressing square, 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 triangle. Square, 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 triangle. Yeah, that's not martial arts. It's not, that's not, that doesn't... Martial arts is about dexterity, it's about mm-hmm. discipline in, a, in discipline. a way that I feel like yes. Sifu expresses big time so fundamentally big. because it is obviously so in love with martial arts. Yep, and that passion is infectious, mm-hmm. like it is a it is beautiful, captivating game. game on multiple levels because of that. Yep. Yes, and that's different, and it just wants to share that with you, it just wants to share that with you. Yes.
1: Post your hate in the comments. Tweet at Michael P. Huber. All of your, if you disagree. What what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? No, no, because I I want to see all the sides. I want to see all the sides. You know the sides. Tweet me about this. Tell me. You know the
2: sides. You know that.
1: But like, that's just general Twitter. These are these are frame trappers. These are easy allies, patrons. They're level headed.
0: They're clear headed. Maybe Let me know. Man. Let me know if I'm crazy. Having or my if Twitter take away from me was like legitimately <laughs> one of the best things that's ever happened. Liberating. It's, it is. It's freeing. Just, it's just like it's it's not that criticism is bad. It's wonderful. I love criticism. I love helpful feedback. It's just like it just gets there sometimes there are just so many voices that you're like, I just can't fucking process this. Where it's like, if it's like a non-stop river of voices yeah. you just short circuit, right? Like it's just because it's like like everybody's gonna have a different opinion, everybody's gonna have a different take, everybody's gonna have a different perception of you. And it's just like you, you're like you need feedback, you but know. it can't be everything all the time yep. from everyone.
1: Like the time time and time and difficulty is such a huge thing. Like, oh I don't have the time to do it. That's why I sacrifice so many JRPGs. Cause mm-hmm. I use that time elsewhere. Can't play everything, can't play at all. Choose your yeah. battles, pick your battles.
0: Yeah, but I yeah, like none of the other allies come up to you and they're like, "Well, your opinion is valid because you didn't play this JRPG." Exactly. No, you do you. Yeah. I just don't bring We got to we got to we got to get we got to get rid of this idea cuz I also think it is it, it is bred in gamer culture that like if you don't do this, your opinion is invalid. Yeah, and like I don't
1: watch One Piece. I'm not allowed to talk about anime. I I
0: I think that that impulse <laughs> feels like sometimes it's coming from a logical place, but like it just it just again it just st- like sometimes it just feels like everybody's trying to fucking sterilize everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it let does. people be different. Let people be weird. Yeah, seafood is. That's that's spreading why it's like, wings. That's <laughs> why I get, let it fly. That's why I get annoyed. Like. The two things I'm going to bring up, because both of these things are coming from a good place. I'm not attacking any individual person. I think these are understandable things. But when people come up to me and they're like, "What should I play?" and it's like, I don't mean this in an offensive way, but I don't know you. Like, I I just don't. I'm not. I can't. I can't sit here and 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 yeah. get what you're interested in and what your feeling is or what you've been going. Like I'm going to tell you life. to
1: play something different than you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And it's just like, but but we know each other a lot better yeah. than than most.
2: Yeah, I have a feel for what you may Mm, like or what I feel like you should play.
0: Right. The other thing that is hard for me is, like, constantly getting recommended stuff by strangers. And sometimes I definitely ask for it. I'm very aware of that. But it's just, like, it's just never-ending to the point where, like, sometimes I feel like it's not about enjoying the thing that you're currently consuming. It's about getting on to the next thing. Like, it's it's always... It's always, like... I've been like, dealing with that, too, yeah. Yeah, it's always stepping forward, and it's like, yeah. I can't. I, I would much rather sacrifice so many things and really enjoy the, mm-hmm. the things the I moment. do get to. Yep. yep.
1: Yes. Sifu's giving me that, Ben.
0: That's I'm awesome. I'm just,
1: like, in this hyperbolic time chamber where, like, nothing exists. That's awesome. Just Sifu. I feel like This that's, game is so good, Yeah. allies. Play this game. Do not be intimidated. I mean, they're in the easy and hard mode now, so if you were intimidated, like, it's, it's coming. Mm-hmm. But dive in. Yeah,
3: if
2: you play it on easy and you beat it, and you're feeling like you want yeah. more, maybe play bump it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. and if you don't, that's fine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You got options.
0: It's just sick. Give it a try. Mm-hmm. Or don't. It's okay. Just, just don't you know, tell okay. me
2: what to do.
0: Right. <laughs> don't make demands. Don't yeah. demand anything. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about Dying Light 2. I don't know if I will talk about it for long. Uh, Sorry, that was I long. That...
1: that had been like no, Eating away at me, Ben. I'm sorry. Those are
0: those are some of my favorite frame trap conversations. <sighs> okay. I don't want it to just be yeah. this game is blah. I want yeah. to, I want that's why I think you guys are very good on frame trap. Because I want to have those those deeper conversations. Difficulty. Um Dying Light 2 is a heartbreaking game. Damn it. Oh. Yeah. I um, want to play when it's patched. It's it's not <laughs> that. Because like I would say for the most part, there there were like, there was one time I, like, fell through the world. But, Love that. But for the most part, I would say, like, I didn't really have a lot of technical problems on PC. Um, I was really looking forward to Dying Light 2. I think Same. if you've been paying attention to me and to Frametrap um, the last year or so, I've really expressed an enthusiasm for Dying Light and really uh, liked some of what Dying Light was doing. And so I was really yeah. excited uh, to review... Dying Light Two, yeah. and it's not even that I think Dying Light Two is is a bad game. I think in a lot of ways, Dying Light Two is a good game. Um, I think it does a lot of cool things. Uh, and so let's let's start with the positives. The parkour is still just like second yeah, to none. Seems really it's
2: really fun for what I played.
0: Yes, and please feel free to elaborate. But just the moments where you were just getting into a flow of, of going from one thing to the next, and what really is, like, the best addition of this game, and it's so good, is the paraglider yeah. and and how much it fits into uh, what Dying Light was already doing well, whereas, like, the buggy in the following, I felt like kind of... It was fun. It, it was cool. It was yeah. fun, but it felt very separate from your other movement options, whereas I feel like the paraglider kind of blends into everything more seamlessly. Nice. Yeah. Um, and you were talking about like how gliders are just so common now in open world games, and I think that that's true. But what's neat about the paraglider is I feel like it, it, it's not something that you rely on, and it takes like a good bit of skill. To yeah, you can't over use. rely
2: on it, from what I remember.
0: Yeah, like you, you're just running around, and it's like okay, there are vents that you can try to hit to shoot up, yeah. and you have to gauge distance pretty well. But there are just times where I feel like running across a rooftop is better than gliding from one place to another. So it's yeah. Just I
2: mean, I'm not saying it's like an overused thing for a bad reason. To right. me, it's like a logical step of why it's in this game.
0: I would also say, and it's hard to articulate, um, the gliding... Feels very different from other open world. games. It does, games. yeah. There's a lot more weight to it. Yes. Whereas I feel like a lot of times gliding in, in open world games can feel very like weightless, where you just sort of like, hit a button and watch breath it happen. like whoop. Yeah. Exactly. Whoop, exactly. exactly. Fall so that's, real quick, whoop, whoop. that's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. Whereas in Dying Light, I feel like you have to uh, exercise more finesse to really mm-hmm. uh, accomplish what you want to do. And it's like, and you we, when we were playing co-op, we kind of ran into this where I was like, you, oh, how do I do this? Yeah. Yeah. It, it there's definitely a, a, a small learning curve to it. So was was uh, Breath of the Wild
1: the first, like, open world game with a glider? Uh, I don't, <laughs> don't think so, no. But, it, but they, it popularized it. Just, it right? just
2: was so essential.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. I was trying to, like, think. and it's... I
2: think maybe it showed potential of, like, right. what it could do for an open world game.
0: Yeah. yeah. Bre- Breath of the Wild, to me, is just one of those games that I think was just so impactful that it's like your brain yeah. it's lodged into your yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but other things that I like about Dying Light 2, I think the way that they handle up the level-up is really, really cool. Um, so now you have like a, you have a parkour skill tree, and you have a combat skill tree. Um, and as you do things associated with them, you will level up in those individual skill trees. And every time you level up either one of them, your overall level will get a notch up. Um and so there are times, where, and I feel like it kind of just naturally guides you into certain things where you're like, oh, I'm close to getting a parkour level up. Why don't I go, go do this thing so I can get some more parkour experience? Um, and like in particular with the parkour skill tree, some of those things are just super fucking useful where it's like, oh, like if I hit the C key at just the right time, I won't take fall damage and I'll roll. Um, or like I can vertically run across surfaces, like really transformative stuff. Uh, that you lean on quite a bit. So I think that is super good. Um, the combat, I definitely have problems with, but I think there is a good core there. You were kind of talking about with Horizon. Uh, so really de-emphasizes range weapons, which was a Excellent. big thing that I wanted yeah. for Dying Light 1. Yeah. Uh, and really, really focuses hardcore on melee. and uh, Two-handers back? Two handers are there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep, yep That's all yep. I use. Weapon mods are really useful. Um, two handed axe. Yeah. I think they're axes. Yeah. 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 I believe so. Hell yeah. Um,
1: do those feel different, though? Like, is there like a two handed sword, a two handed pole arm, a two handed axe? A- okay. I'll get there. Two handed um, hammer.
0: So, the uh, big thing that they focus on is, you know, perfect blocking, perfect dodging. Yeah. If you do that, you will not only stun the enemy, but you can vault over them and do a parkour kick on another enemy?
1: That's another question I have.
0: Yeah. And so that that stuff is really cool and is very powerful.
1: Um, when I think of first person melee combat, when I think of dying light, which does it better than most, Dark Side Might and Magic comes to mind. But there's a lot there was a lot of What mean, do you like mean waiting? specifically? Like like forward hit. Back, forward, okay. Hit, back, so yeah, forward. yeah, you're getting like a lot of that. You're getting into over, and over.
0: the the problems that I have okay. with dying light two combat, where yeah, I think the the core is good, and I think the ideas that they're chasing after are good. I like that they're including parkour into it in a cool way. Um, however. And what I want to say is the hits do feel very satisfying. Yeah, it is awesome. They do. Just like
2: kicking a dude in the face is cool. Yeah. Getting into that flesh, yeah. cutting off Love a head, the seeing
0: kick. the blood spurt, all that stuff is super satisfying. Sick. But Dying Light 2, I feel like falls into one of those problems where it's like, okay, you have all of this cool stuff and it is useful. That is true. But I feel like a lot of my combat encounters, like with zombies, it's just like click, 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 dead. You know? And it's like, especially if I have mods, it's like
2: no it, finesse to it th- or anything. It's
0: not that there's no finesse to it. It's just there are times, and I say this in the review, where it's just like just sort of mashing around will get you through the fight. Mm-hmm. Or as complicated as it gets is exactly what you were talking yeah. about, where it's like, okay, I go in for the hit, yep. I wait dodge for the attack. Back, right? it's, it's not. It's not like that back and forth is inherently bad. The problem that I have with dying light two is it's pretty much the same from the very beginning of the game to the very end. And Uh, so they don't really push themselves enough to go too far beyond that, that like back and forth.
2: It's like the variety comes from your weapons, maybe. That was what they were hoping for.
0: Honestly, I don't feel like the different weapon types, like I didn't, like I didn't feel that in the first one either. There's there's gear that's like you'll do more damage with a one handed weapon or a two handed weapon, but in terms of like functionality, and f-
2: that's kind of disappointing. Yeah,
0: I never was like, oh man, I really love the way like this type of weapon feels. Like
2: melee combat was the whole thing for with this game, for what I remember. Yeah, melee. It really. It's kind of disappointing that I guess that maybe yeah. more weapons don't feel different enough. Like, I guess the feeling I'd want from it is like I'm gonna use like an axe or something because I like the way axes feel more yeah. than let's say, a sword or a pipe. So I'm going to stick with these because I like the way the moveset is stuff. I mean, and stuff.
0: the guiding principle that I had is like, what do I have that does the most damage? And that was it. It okay. wasn't like feeling yeah. between things. It's more about things. numbers. Yeah. Got it. It was definitely more about numbers, which is disappointing. I, I think that would help a lot. Um, sure, yeah. They, they do make some good changes, though. Like, I feel like Molotovs in Dying Light 1 were, like, way too OP. I don't remember. Where you could just, like, throw a Molotov at a giant group, and it's like, yeah, that took care of that giant group. Whereas here, I feel like it's useful. It can create some space for you, but it's not, like, it's not quite a win button in the same way, which I like.
1: Ben, one of my favorite things about swimming in sevens mm-hmm. are interesting mechanics, interesting gimmicks, if you will, in Dying Light 1... Had nighttime. Yes, I love
0: nighttime in dying light. Tell yes. me about it in dying light two. So it's, it's very similar in dying light two <laughs> where things are just way more intense. And like Brad can speak to this as well because we encountered this in co-op Loving where like shit. if it's night, it's like okay, you will get bonus experience for doing stuff, but like there are these like washer dudes where it's so easy to trip them off and trigger a chase and have people run after you and so nighttime I I really do feel like they make it where I've like if it's night you're constantly having stuff on your ass that's what it felt like to me love that the other thing in Dying Light 2 that you do have to deal with that is such a cool idea but ends up not being that big of a deal is you have this infection meter um, and if it's not daylight or you're not in uv light it will go down and if it goes all the way down you die uh as you experienced right
2: yeah i think so i didn't know what it was i I didn't actually have it go all the way down and i I don't think i was taught that mechanic okay
0: i I, because i think it happened (laughs) to you i don't think it's happened to me where i've had it go all the way down and so so i like that so it's like a whole nother layer on (laughs) night right where it's like shit like I have to use these immunity boosters or I have to use these mushrooms to keep that gauge up. Um, and it also comes into, like, when you're exploring, because you explore a lot of, like, like power stations and, and things like that where light isn't as accessible. It is a cool idea, but it very quickly got to a point where it's just, like, I have so many items to deal with this that I just, like, pop the booster mm. and it's done. And so I don't feel like it was massaged into the survival experience quite as thoroughly as I would have liked. Nice. Um, I was playing on normal, normal, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like it could have been handled better. Um, they do make a big deal about the choices in this game. And there's yeah. more of them hyping this yeah. up. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Like yeah. the yeah. action. Yes, So This is, yeah. yes. Yes. This is yeah. a huge that's... stuff really got me excited, yeah. Then. So there is one thing that I do think is really cool. Um, there are certain key structures that when you um, – Get them, it's like, do you want to give this to the Peacekeepers or do you want to give this to the Survivors? And each of them have their own reward path. So it's like, okay, if I give this to the Survivors, I will get, um, like, these jump pads or things like that or these things that where I can, like, fall off a building and not take any damage. Or the Peacekeepers is like, oh, you can get this kind of trap, right? And so there's just different ways that you can go. Um, and obviously if you... Really commit to one side, you're going to get further down that path. And so I think that is a good idea. I like that. Beyond that, you know, I haven't done multiple playthroughs, so I can't like sit here and analyze every decision. Yeah. I can just tell you what it's like going through and making decisions and wanting the feeling 500
1: impactful. hour game. I don't think a lot of people are going to replay it. Yeah. Well, no. It's, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> The choices feel completely worthless. Oh. They really do. That like, hurts. Here, let me let me uh, let me crystallize what I'm saying. Uh, right? So you have you have a number of moments where it's like, okay, I've got to choose this person or that person. Okay? I had this group that I went against multiple times. The peacekeepers, I went against yeah. them multiple times. So you don't like them? I just not no, I like the other people better. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's cool. that's the way to say it. It's yeah. not that the peacekeepers don't have some interesting characters, they do. Yeah. But like I hate like and then they get like mad at you and they're like what are you doing? And then it's just like that conversation's over. I can walk right into their base. I can do no their quests. Yeah. No. I can I can wow. use their shopkeepers and that wow. is the thing that really bothers me is it's like it just feels artificial. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, even if you can sit down and be like, technically, there are things that yeah. are different, you're not making a convincing case for that decision that I made. And it goes beyond that as well, right? And so, Damn. what I was hinting at earlier is like, boy, like characters really love to talk in this game and there's a lot of lore, <laughs> and that's okay. But so many times I'd be like, you had, like, multiple audio logs for this character. You had long conversations with this character. And then they're just gone. They're, like, just gone. They just don't matter. And I feel like Dying Light is trying to have all these different stories going on that, like, it— because They all just sort of, like, clash with each other. Mm. And there's nothing to, like, really grab onto. Damn. And like there was this moment where it's like, okay, they're really building up this character. I bet they're gonna die. They do die, and then it's just like, they just don't. They just don't matter anymore. They, 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 you don't feel the, the the reverberations of those things happening. And it's a shame a um, because Rosaria Dawson, who I really like as an actor, um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, yes, uh, Claire in in the, the Marvel Netflix stuff, Rent. Don't remember her in Rent, but I will take your word for it. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's, a, she's a very good actor. Um, she does a great job here. She voices and is modeled after uh, Lawan, who is is a great character, and I think Rosario Dawson puts in a good performance for that character. But the story just, like... Does not fucking know what to do with her. True. She's just kind of awkwardly pulled onto the stage and pulled off in such an unnatural way. Damn. And it, it, it's just like they—they they, they keep trying, like they keep trying to make things gel, but they never fully come together. Damn. Right? It's like it's That's like when insane. you're building Legos and you don't like quite get the piece <sighs> snapped. Yeah. Right? Game like, development. Uh, this yeah. is insane
1: because I'm thinking of Mafia Three, another open world game with some choices. And it's my least favorite in the series. It's got a ton of problems. But after you would take over a district, I don't know if you remember this, in Mafia 3, the rackets, you decided which person you wanted to give it to. Mm. And that really mattered. You could give it to someone and this person would be pissed and then they would turn on you. Or like, you could make them all a little bit happy. It was like, I love when that stuff really comes together. Like choices in video games. Making a decision- based on a character's feelings and having that pay off. Yeah. Is the best and it that, I, that's unfortunate. Danny 2 just <laughs> reeks
0: of like I can tell that Techland was so passionate about this game. And I think that's that's something that makes Dying Light so endearing. Like, they were just so passionate about this game. And I can, like, I can envision them sitting around a table, and they're like, okay, we've got this big idea, and we're going to do this. Like, all of this is coming from a, a place of love and passion. It's just, I think they made the very understandable mistake of, like, going too big. Yeah. Right? I, I think... I actually think in this case, if they would have scaled things back a little bit, Scale they would have like, had a stronger Yeah,
3: game.
2: like if they had quests, you know, or like you said, if you did something for the Peacekeepers, you couldn't do anything with yeah. the other side, and like, yeah. they're your enemy now. Just a more transparent. I wonder if they're world. just worried about, like, players not mm-hmm. wanting to replay their game, or like, beating the game in 20 hours, and mm-hmm. be like, well, this game
1: short. Yeah.
2: That's where we got the 500 hours yeah, kind of yeah. thing.
1: I want to know about this mm-hmm. length and size of this game. I mean, it, it took me
0: 27 hours to get through it. That's it? That's it. Yeah. 500 hours. I mean, I Five certainly plan. did not do every side quest <laughs> or anything like that. Right. I definitely yeah. dabbled in side quests okay. and stuff. but
1: um, So, way smaller and shorter than an Assassin's Creed.
0: Yes, but I... I don't personally think Assassin's Creed length is to its benefit.
1: No. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Because that, like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Because, like, Dying Light, they were, like, hyping up how long it is, how big it is. But it's like, all right, that doesn't seem too big. But then it also does feel like it's too much going on. It's not
0: that it's too, too long. Okay. I, I don't think length is an issue here okay. or that it's too short. I don't, I don't necessarily think either of those things are true. The, the length isn't the issue. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. the structure and the flow. Okay. Because
1: Assassin's Creed is like, Valhalla literally took me like 100 hours, and it's just like too much stuff is the problem. But this doesn't seem like it has too much stuff. Let me me put it this way, where it's
0: like uh, you get the sense that it's like, okay, you're you're trying to make every single person important. Mm -hmm. I think it would be better if you, like, that makes sense. Like, yeah. did not go as hard on so many characters okay. and you really built up some others, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like they're just, they, they have like this much space and it's, it, the mailbox Cremant? is yeah, over yeah. full of okay. flowing. Yeah. Great, great. Right. And so it's like, I clearly like, understand I, that. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a comment on the review where <laughs> they were like, oh, an open world game lacks focus. Imagine that. And I think they were <laughs> being condescending. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that I, I think both of those things, you can... You can focus on something and be big and open, right? Mm-hmm. I actually think, and I will talk about it. Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus. Not that they're exactly similar, uh, but Pokemon is 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 a broad, mm-hmm. open, very flexible game. I think the story in that is very strong, yeah. And I think they they handle it super well. What's the, a key difference between Dying Light Two and Pokemon is like Pokemon will have these like cute little side quests and it'll give a little bit of context, but they don't last that long. Yeah. like They kind of get to the point, uh, <laughs> and they, they make sure that you have plenty of room uh, to enjoy and soak in the world. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's
1: why I feel like that exact reason is why Rockstar is the best in the biz, because they do have focus for how big and sprawling their games are. Like GTA 5 campaign, mm-hmm. massive, pretty damn focused.
0: Pretty damn I, focused game. I also just think in general the <laughs> writing for Rockstar is just so yeah, much better. Yeah. Like there are moments with Arthur Morgan right and Redemption yeah. 2 that are much better than many, many, many things.
1: Yeah, yeah. that and that too, yeah. dude. Wow, the power of just having one the lead, you know? Yeah. Arthur Morgan himself makes even the most mundane task so important, so meaningful. Well, because of how he is responding to even the smallest things.
0: Th- think about and
1: that makes everything more focused.
0: Think about the the progression in Red Dead Redemption Two, where it's like when you move to a new camp, you really feel yeah. it, right? Or something happens to your crew, like your entire base is different, right? And and people are reacting to the relationships that are going on in that whole dynamic, right? Uh, whereas, like I said in Dying Light Two, it's like okay, I really pissed you off. <laughs> Welcome back. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. There, you know, <laughs> so uh, weird. Yes. Yes. And uh, whereas. whereas you
2: one minute now that you f- best friend again? Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Ritter, I don't want to get. I yeah. ah, don't want to get spoiler even though it's been a while for Render and Shoe. But there are things that happen to that character mm-hmm. that you see progress to an end point. Yes. Yeah. Hell of a story that game. Very good story. Yeah. Uh, gameplay could use a little work. Yes. Hell of a story. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um,
1: Shit. Well, Dying Light Two, Ben. They said there's a five year plan. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the future? Absolutely. I okay. still got it installed. Okay. There I, you I go. want
0: to play the Dying Light Two DLC. Okay. Sick. Like I said, like all of this criticism that I have, yeah, it's, it is. It's also coming from a place of love. Like totally. there, there's something about Dying Light that has really resonated with me. Oh yeah. It's and like I am okay so with it being flawed because it's like. The first one was so flawed for a while until Enhanced Edition. Like, Techland made the most endearing mistakes here where it's like they just tried really hard and it didn't work out, you know? Yeah, Yeah. 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 that that
1: too is like having their back because like the first Dying Light had a year of problems until Enhanced and then they just kept chipping away, chipping away. They supported that game for so long. Like, that weird... Fantasy they, DLC came out just, a couple years
0: ago. Like I was just going through the falling before dying light two because um, I wanted to experience that before dying light two, and like they they were having events for dying light, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I like it is so obvious that they really have a lot of love for dying mm-hmm. light, and I like I at the very least like I'm interested to see how it yeah. evolves. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sick. I'll get to it. Yeah.
2: yeah I'm sure Yeah. Same. You
1: will. Just I'm waiting sure a little bit. Elden yeah. Ring's
2: on
0: the horizon. Yeah. So. All right. It is time for the sizzle. I love that you guys do that. Um, all right. Uh, just breaking up the game discussion here a little bit. Uh, superheroes have been on my mind a lot. And uh, there are a number of superhero films coming out. The DC actually. Oh, just a number? <laughs> just a few? Just a few? Actually, like, not Not. I don't know. When, maybe, you, count, maybe when just, you count
1: shows, it's insane. Okay. I'm, I'm not counting yeah, shows. Just movies. Well, shows.
0: I mean, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't care. You can count shows if you want. But um, let's see if I can name all of them. Cause we've got Batman. The Batman. We got Batman. We we've got Batman, we've got Aquaman two. We got Aquaman Two, we got, we got Black Flash. Adam. We got Black Adam. DC's going hard. We got Multiverse of Madness. We got Thor. We Is got that Thor, this year, and Thor? Thunder. Yep.
1: And multiverse. And there was one other in there, I feel like, for MCU. Wait. Did you guys just name, like, six movies Yeah. yeah. in
2: one year? Oh, yeah.
1: Morbius. Morbius. The game uh, one oh, that's that in constantly there. delayed. Morbius. Dude, um,
2: and not counting all the
1: shows? All the shows. This is DC and Marvel. I and know, Sony. but it's crazy. It's just a lot. Is yeah. there a
0: DC one that I'm forgetting?
1: I'm going to count The Boys in there. I feel like The Boys is coming out this year, another season. That counts. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: with shows, it's like you've got yeah. Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Batgirl, I think, is this Batgirl. year. Batgirl. All of CW shit. Oh, like, who yeah. even knows what's going on there? Yeah, so a That's a stuff. One Piece situation. What do you think will be the worst superhero movie of 2020? Morbius. It's not even... No hesitation. Is that the, the Jared Leto. one? No
1: hesitation, no question. It is the easiest. It's not even a discussion. Sorry. Next question. Coming out? Black Adam.
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> Black Adam's going to be good. I, yeah, I the really The like Aquaman. I, I don't Shazam think the rock fucking makes stinkers. Awesome. Shazam is sick. Yeah, his name is sick. Well, what's cool about Black Adam is I don't I don't want to spoil it for anybody who doesn't want to know, but they're they're introducing other things in Black Adam.
2: Yeah, I guess Morbius seemed like the least appealing to me. I guess I don't know. Morbius. I'm not a superhero person at all, but
0: I think Morbius is the is the obvious pick, and yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. But let me throw this at you. Okay. So there's rumors okay. that the Flash is going to erase the Snyderverse. Yeah. Oh, because Keaton is there. Keaton is there. We, know. Is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. we know this. And yeah. I'm I. Yeah, potentially Ben as well. I'm not saying the Flash is going to be bad. I'm not saying that. I'm not convinced mm-hmm. that it's going to be bad. Be I'm concerned. just, I'm just worried that it's.
1: They want to reboot everything. Th-
0: just, they just want to reboot it, and it'll just be like tiring yep. and forced. Yes. Not saying that's going to happen. Just throwing that out
1: there. Yeah, yeah. They botched it from the beginning. We know this, and and they're still in kind of that rut from trying to do the Avengers after like two or three movies, and you just. They didn't lay the groundwork properly. No, they didn't. The foundation was so flawed, yeah. and it's been feeling the effects ever since.
0: But what is so frustrating is, like, okay, so the Batman's coming out has nothing to do nothing. with Thank the past God. continuity. Thank God.
1: So liberating. Well, My yes, and it, For now. Loo-
0: and it looks awesome. It yeah. looks now. awesome. Now, yeah. But I think what's so infuriating is, is, like, they have that, and it's like, that's a clean break, but then also we're continuing the story in these other things that are connected. Like, mm-hmm. Well, there's like to there be timelines. Yeah, like and four. there was
1: going to be the Gotham City PD show from the Boardwalk Empire creator Terrence Winner on HBO. This was supposed to be a spinoff <laughs> to The Batman. Oh my God. He bounced out. It's supposed to be on HBO Max. I think it's still moving forward, but there's going to be a straight up GCPD show within Pattinson's thing so like Gotham it's just four. Gotham but like rated R
0: there it's just there, it, it sucks when you are like okay we're really gonna develop this thing and then it's just like okay now we're gonna throw it in the trash and like yeah. I get it I get that the ECU has been messy mm-hmm. but it's like man like Henry Cavill's a really good Henry superman Cavill, and there's and I feel like he's never gotten a he's never got, really really Ben Affleck too like he's not my favorite
1: Batman but like yeah. he still never got his like Time to shine. it's just his standalone his movie. His standalone. It just
0: feels like there is opportunity that is being missed. Yeah. Right. Um, they I some. think there's more to do yeah, with they, Wonder it's Woman. It's been messy. Yeah, and
1: then yeah. Wonder-, Wonder Woman two.
0: Did you ever Wonder- see that? Oh, I did. Oh Wonder my Woman God. Two, I, I no hyperbole. Oh my God. Wonder Woman eighty four was one of the most painful viewing experiences, yeah. <laughs> and I like. I Pedro was Pascal going Pedro Pascal was hy-
1: unintentionally hilarious, though.
0: Unintentionally hilarious. I yes. was. Laughing. I'm not mad at Pedro yeah, Pascal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie yeah. is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it was. I was wrong. like, like, no, uh, to this oh. day, I will just go oh. to my wife and I'll be like, how is it that bad? <laughs> how is it that bad? Oh my God. It was a nightmare, yes. dude. But like, it's wild. I really, this is why I'm so fucking frustrated is because I really like Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, of course. James Gunn.
3: Yes.
0: I, as we will get into it, Love with my entire being, Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. I really like Margot Robbie mm-hmm. as Harley Quinn. Sure, it's just yeah. like there's all these things that I feel like are Birds really of good. Prey... I like Birds of Prey. I'm not gonna Let's... like sit here and say it's the greatest thing ever, but I liked it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I was alright on it. I like it. it. I didn't hate it. I, I only saw it, it once. Yeah, I, I liked it. it. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's right. It's just a fucking mess. Yeah, it, it, all these things just really. feel. Really disparate. It feels like no yeah. one's in the show, but there's great talent there. the, I think James Gunn <laughs> is crushing it. Mm-hmm. He's crushing it.
1: The timeline is is almost as spotty as the X-Men timeline.
0: Like, oh, it God. makes
1: no sense. It's so bad, dude. Yeah, they but... You just
0: messed it up so hard, but... At least we know that that is going to be salvaged. Here's the thing with Peacemaker, though.
1: Go ahead. Is... I think I'm enjoying it even more than... Like I should because even though it's let's be careful uh, because we're gonna have a whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no spoilers, but even because it's a even though it's a Suicide Squad spinoff, it feels so disconnected from everything. Well, and it's so liberating just watching this and like not fucking thinking about how everything connects. Like I'm. 15 years deep on the MCU and I'm finally just like tired of how is this going to connect? How is this going to set up this and this and that? And it's like I'm not even watching it anymore. I'm just like waiting for the thing to connect. So here's the thing. <laughs> and like Peacemaker has not avoided that. Let me
0: throw this at you. Yeah. I love when things connect. I think it's great. It should never come at the expense mm. of the story and the characters. I feel right? like it
1: has started too with the, the shows.
0: With, with Spider-Man like, obviously it connected in a bunch of crazy ways, but I still think there was a really emotionally resonant story at the core of it. Hell yeah. And Peacemaker is so awesome because it focuses on this core group of characters, develops all of them, makes all of them interesting, right? And so you're like, I am here because I love them. Yeah. If it connects, cool, but at least I have this, right? Yep. Yep. Um, And the thing is, is like, the way, like, it ties into the Suicide Squad very well, but it's like, once you get... A few episodes in, you're like, I just, I just, even, yeah, yeah. I just love these people. I just love these people. We will get into it. Morbius is probably the right answer. <laughs> this sizzle. It's
1: been delayed five times. <laughs> I, I only guess. care about Batman. <laughs> yeah,
0: I the the Batman tickets tickets went like on sale February 10th. I bought that shit that day. <sighs> I am so fucking excited. I cannot wait. Like, Yo,
1: say what you will about Dark Knight Rises, but it was the last superhero movie that had an ending. Think about that. Think about that. These don't end anymore. It's just an endless ride. There's no stakes. It just goes and goes and goes forever and ever and ever and ever. It just goes. (laughs) Dark Knight Rises, dude, ends. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end to Nolan's trilogy. And it feels good. And I miss that. That's That's why Endgame will always be my number one MCU movie. That's the because thing. Because it's the end. I
0: think like. I think that's why, why I'm a little <laughs> bit hesitant to jump in on that, because, like, yeah, I agree yeah. with you that things sh- should have an ending, but I think <laughs> the MCU's done a good job. Like, Endgame mm-hmm. is an yeah, ending. Yeah, yes. And then it moves on. Now we're going to go for ten yeah, more years yeah, and have yeah. another ending. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's so weird, Hubert, because, like, <laughs> I think, like, in the earlier days of, of Easy Allies, I was feeling the way about the MCU – that you do now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our roles have reversed.
1: It's so fascinating. I too, yeah. We always said that same thing on reaction shots. Yeah. It's the shows. The shows mm. have been so disappointing. Mm. And and just like factory machine. It's like a checklist. It's like, it's how I feel about like boring open world games. It's just like, I'm not even like, I'm, I'm just like, on to the next, on to the next, go checklist, checklist, get through this. How does it connect? I wonder if part <laughs> of it, like, no, I, I genuinely do the enjoy action, the shows. The action has been so disappointing.
0: Like, other so than, poor. Other than, being disappointed by the last episode of Hawkeye. I did really like Hawkeye. I think the other thing is it's like like I love horror, but yeah. like my wife hates horror, so I indulge in it alone whereas like she is right there with the superhero stuff. Nice, nice. So like of course that's going to yeah. make you like it even more. Yeah. You know, so there's that, but I've also been way into comics, like yeah. way into comics, Hell so yeah. that's helped. I that don't know. Helps. It's just a th- joy in my life right now, but I get enjoy where you're coming it. from. I get where you're coming I where from. You're enjoy coming it. I'll be back. Be
1: it's back. just uh it's like it's like wrestling. It's the same shit. (laughs) It's the same concept, anime, wrestling. It goes forever. Yeah. You just got to get off the ride every once in a while to refresh yourself. You absolutely do. I'm off the ride right
0: now. You absolutely do. I'll I'll probably get back in line soon. Yeah. (laughs) Mobius. And the thing is that I've learned is life is such a fucking mess that, like, if you are enjoying the ride you're on, cherish it. Cherish the ride. (laughs) Yep.
2: I cherish rides that aren't even that good sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
3: (laughs) You got to come on, Boba Fett episode. I was
0: cherishing the ride. We'll get there, (laughs) all right. Uh, This, you guys are so wonderful in the show. Um, (laughs) This is brought to you by some wonderful shout out to your patrons. I thought it'd be fun if you guys did your best Pokemon shout out once I get uh, done with the names. So think about it while I read. Uh, Thank you to L. Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, and, I had this written down, but it's not appearing in the document, one second, Raymond Wheeler the Third. Mm -hmm. Good name. Shout out! He got (laughs) you! Shout out! That's right.
2: (laughs) Meowth is a good... He's like the one that talks, right? Has Meowth ever been in a video game? I mean, there's been meows. Red, right? I don't know. Oh, Meowth is not, all over the not place. Not the Team Rocket. Not
0: Meowsha. the Meowth? Oh, not well. Or Hezzer? I don't know. I mean, y- well, the thing about Pokemon Yellow is it's yellow. the anime, it, right? It well, it introduces like Jesse and James into Team Rocket, uh, and so Meowth might be in that. I had, a had yellow. long time. So yellow's I had great. Loved I Yellow. I have two yellow. copies. I cool. barely.
1: I played Red a bit, but then Yellow was the one where, really where I... really Yellow's was where I got was out. Okay, Yellow's because I played.
2: I played Red. Got it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. it was red,
1: blue, and then yellow. Yeah. yeah. Yellow um, was a year later, maybe? Two maybe. years? It was, it was maybe a little it was, too soon for me. I don't remember. Got it's it. been a while. Too soon for me.
0: The the cover of Yellow is so sick. It's like Pikachu Dude. with like little uh, sparks. Dude, the old right.
2: art of those is so good. Like, blue and yellow and red, the art is so good. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I was thinking about it um, playing... Because there's always a part of me that wants to be playing Pokemon. And I was like, man, I would really love if... The Switch came out with, like, Game Boy Color, and it just fucking had all of them on That's there. like and me I with would
2: love that. everything on
0: Nintendo. <sighs> Man,
2: sure would be sick if they did this.
0: Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you to the shout-out tiers. We are going to do something that we don't normally do that I know some people like. Some people probably don't, and that's okay. We're going to talk about two shows back-to-back. We have kind of already revealed our hand, uh, but let's talk about The Book of Boba Fett. Unfortunately, I'm going to be neutering the conversation a bit because I have not yet seen the last episode. I'm going to see the last episode this weekend. These two gentlemen have. You're lucky, dude. It hasn't been 72 hours. I have a new spoiler mandate. 72 hours. Yeah. Three days. If I'd if, be really upset if yep, you spoil it for I, TV
1: shows. Well, this ain't yeah. spoiler mode. Here's, here's so. the new. This is a. This is a mandate. Yeah. I'm never going back on this. TV episodes when they release 72 hours. Till you can spoil it. If 72 hours. Okay. For
0: movies. But we are we're friends if I say yeah, like probably. don't. Yeah, of, do course, this. of course, of <laughs> course. I mean just in out in it's the threat, dude. <laughs> out, no, out in the world, like, hey,
1: I'm talking about this now, yeah, like yeah, 72 yeah. Sure. hours. Yeah, that's
0: fine. Dude, movies? I'm not on Twitter. You can say whatever yeah. the fuck you want. I don't care. Movies in, in theaters only,
1: you cannot spoil if it's only in a theater. Okay. Ever. You cannot spoil it. You can spoil it a movie. 3 weeks after home release. Dude, you got to write this shit down? So 3 weeks from a home release movie. That's like
2: way more lenient than anyone else's.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: The, the, these weird rules yep. you make for yep. yourself. Yeah. Yep. No, Ila
1: and
0: I came up with we'll it together.
2: Fall. Um yep. that won't last.
0: 72 hours. <laughs> So, with, with, the, with the two shows that we're going to talk about, obviously, we're not going to like go like full hog into spoilers, right, but we're, we're
2: going to go plot detailed. We by are detail. talking
0: about a show that is focused on stories. So, if you don't want to hear this conversation or you're worried about any potential spoilers, that very well could happen. There are timestamps in the description. You can come back to this later. Don't get mad. There's no reason to. You have every out. All right, let's talk about Book of Boba Fett. I have. Um, very conflicting thoughts. So divisive. Oh, that's, the, that's the show. That's that's yeah. the Star Wars way though. That's true. <laughs> Until, okay, let me let me th- throw it to you this way. Until episode five, the reason why like we just watched episode five and six uh last night because my wife and I are like, we'd rather watch other stuff. Like, Boba's fine, but we just mm-hmm. don't feel enchanted with it. Mm. It just it just was After like,
1: episode 4 was like the low
0: point. It just seemed <laughs> it was just like it was a show that was okay and I I kept coming back to this with my wife where I was like I think Boba Fett is fine and I think Fennec Shand is fine. It's just they're very similar personality types. They don't really have like people to bounce off of or challenge them and I think that's what partly why Mandalorian was so good is Mando is this very stoic character, but the people that he interacted mm-hmm. with were very different yeah. in terms of his like credo. Yeah. And I just I just don't feel like Boba has enough people challenging yeah. him or pol- the best parts of Boba were when he was with the Tusken Raiders. Of course. Yes. Well, it's
2: like you got three bounty like three bounty hunters essentially and assassins, so they're all kind of yes. similar. They're yes. all very um, similar. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought the pacing was a little messed up with the flashbacks. Four episodes in a row of flashbacks, it really started to wear out its welcome. It just Uh, seemed unnecessary. Yeah, but before the show even started, I was telling Brad, this is what I want. Like, Literally, my favorite thing in Star Wars is not the Sith or Jedi. It's the Huts, Mm -hmm. Tusken Raiders, and Bounty Hunters. The show has all of them. So just like in the door entry level... I'm stoked, Mm -hmm. having a good time. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I do have problems with the show. I feel like it did rely a little too much on the flashbacks, or just too many of those. Definitely.
2: Yeah, I really liked seeing some of the like. I obviously, I'm a very big Star Wars fan, so it was really cool to see some of the cultures of like things that we haven't seen a ton about before, and getting a new perspective on things. And like to me, just seeing. Story is like Boba Fett that people have been speculating about, and talking about for years, yeah. actually finally being canon, and like they're finally the doing Sarlacc, it, like finally you know? getting yeah. it. Like I wouldn't hear about Sarlacc Pit since I was like elementary school. Yeah, yeah. So it's like cool. We're finally seeing it. it's cool to see this kind of thing. And Boba Fett to me was always a underutilized character throughout the thing. He got he got popular because he looked cool, mm-hmm. and like that's not a problem. I thought he sick because he just looked cool, but to me, I really hated. I really hated in episode two when Boba, they're like, Boba Fett's a clone. just a clone of his dad. I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. But. Wait, what? Yeah, I hated that.
1: What? I, what did happen? That Boba Fett's a clone. Of Jenga Fett. Yes. yes. Yeah. I hated that. Oh, in episode two, two Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I thought yeah. episode two no, of no, Boba no, no, Fett. No, no, I was no, like, no, wait, what's happening?
2: I hated that. Oh, okay, I hated okay. that he was a clone and not yeah. just some random dude that was a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay with it now. I liked the guy that plays Boba Fett. I liked his portrayal of Boba. Fett. Was his
0: name Timura Moore. Yes, yeah. I, for, I always forget his name. Yeah. But yeah, like, okay. Okay.
2: I like him. I'm like cool. Like this has made me like or Boba Fett like... more
0: than I did before. So, kind of bouncing off what both of you are saying, I think the the Tusken Raiders stuff was the most effective because Tusken Raiders, uh, in in a lot of, you know, core Star Wars media, I feel like don't really get super developed. Mm-hmm. They they're just kind of sideline characters. And so it was neat being like, okay, this is what their culture is actually like. And really getting embedded into it and learning about it and having him form an emotional connection with them was awesome. I was excited for that to happen after episode one where I'm like, oh, like it's kind of cool that Boba is going to be like kind of this crime lord. How does this underworld yeah. really work? And it's been like super frustrating because there are so many moments where Fennec is like Hey, we should do it this way. And Boba's like, no, I'm not going to do it that way. Yeah. And it just feels like weirdly oversimplified. Like there's not a lot going on. Like he meets with the crime lords and it's just like, I I guess we'll just stay out of your way. Like these, these situations that he gets involved in, right? Like you think about like crime and the seedy underbelly and all of the things that could happen and every resolution just feels like kind of boring and, like, not really believable or very grounded. It just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that has been frustrating. And it's just, like, I feel like Boba is just, like, I'm just going to do it this way. And then it's, like, okay, you're the boss. And then they just do it that way, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? It's, I, 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 I do
1: I, like that, though, because he is Boba Fett and he's, like, immortal, dude. This guy has, like, been around the galaxy, taking people out. But even so that it feels is like he's undermined.
0: For sure. Because... If they wanted to go that way and they wanted to like build up the mythos yeah. of Boba Fett, you wouldn't have all of these scenes. Like they literally yeah. go up to him and they're like, "Yeah, no one respects you, <laughs> and we're you, you're not going to get a meeting with the mayor. He's yeah. not going to do it." Like I feel like they, like it's weird where Boba kind of acts like he's the shit, yeah. But the world nobody around cares him, about well, him. Well, yeah, it doesn't really like, like yeah.
2: bounty hunters know that yeah. his his like his past and like his yeah. reputation. You get some random crime dude on Tatooine. They're mm-hmm. like heard about you I guess like I don't know anything about you though mm-hmm. it, it's just
1: and maybe the lack of the Empire too because he was working for Vader and shit yeah, when when sure, they yeah. went
0: down his I, cachet kind of diminished as well I think there's just this like weird inconsistency where like Boba I, I, and, and the world around him is not being presented in a consistent way so to to make a comparison to that I feel like in The Mandalorian right so throughout mando's journey he kind of builds up this repertoire with a small group of people and by the time they trust him or believe in him you're like okay like these people have been through something together it makes sense that they're relying each other on this way i feel like they have a connection whereas like in boba fett like sometimes that authority isn't there that convincingness isn't there where like Boba Fett to the Wookiee is just like trust me you don't want to work for these bozos. And it's just like I get what they're trying to go for and I think there's good stuff there. I just it's just not always well, as convincing as I want it to be.
2: Yeah, the, in the case of the Wookiee, Boba Fett and the Wookiee know each other already. Yeah. But it's like a lot of this show is like will make more sense if you've read comics yeah, and watched out. the animated shows. Mm-hmm. Like Cad Bane and all that stuff. Like I'm sure
1: Payoffs.
0: Payoffs. Yeah.
2: Years like, in the making. But Shout like out. out. If I'm glad I didn't they
0: didn't. have that. experience with Clone Wars, I'm glad they didn't. Yes. Did that. Cad Bane wouldn't be as cool. But Ahsoka yes, be as cool. I
2: still. I don't think things were done as well as they should have
1: been. Yeah. I still have a few problems. But to me, that's just Star Wars, man. Well, I like
0: that because. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I like that they took a swing. I, yeah. I do not like it at all. I think it's horrendous. Speaking of the 100, Shaw from the 100 is one of them. The mods. Oh, yeah. The mods, not I was going I to bring up bad. the mods. The mods yeah, are so bad. And it's so the bad. girl from Yellow Jackets. It's like two actors I really like from other properties, and they were the shit, mods? so bad. I I respect, like, hey, let's, like, no, p- a lot of people hate Star Wars and love it. It's so divisive. Let's start trying yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They no tried problem. it. They fell on their face.
0: They, no. The mods, <laughs> the mods do nothing. <laughs> so they are funny. blank slates. They hardly say anything. Like... <laughs> they they just kind of, you could. There's I like ha- two of
2: them that talk.
0: I hate this in anything where you, you go through that thought exercise where it's like, I could remove you from the show entirely, and I do yeah, not think this would be a They were unnecessary.
2: At all. Yeah. They felt it's, like.
1: It felt like planting the seed for another spinoff. Like, yeah. okay, we're yeah, going to get yeah. a freaking I mean, mod they were, spinoff.
2: There were prequel characters in there. They didn't belong there. They didn't look like they belonged on Tatooine or in that universe at they all. They did not blend at They all. looked all. like they're from that. No. That. Dexter Jet Set idiot from episode two's Diner. Like they hang out there. It's like go back to American Graffiti or the hell this tribute was. Like, nah, man. It didn't work. American
0: but but Graffiti. here's here's where the, the flip side comes from me. And I haven't watched episode seven yet, but episode five and six, my wife and I both said to each other, This is the most capt- Okay, so uh, this is where big spoilers are coming in. This is the most captivating the show has been. To uh, like I uh, suddenly I went from being Mildly disinterested in the show, being utterly captivated because it just becomes the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. season three. Yeah, where, where was Boba Boba F- where F- where Boba, Boba? Fett, Boba Fett gets completely sidelined yeah. immediately. Yeah. Mando is using the dark saber. <laughs> yeah. He's interacting with the yeah. armor in a cool way. He's showing, yeah. like. The way that he gets emotional about Grogu, I'm mm. like, this is the most captivating shit I've yeah. seen. Meeting Ahsoka again, the conflict that she's having with Luke on whether or not to train Grogu, Grogu's emotional attachment with what's going on, it's like, good shit. Yeah, oh great. my god, yeah, it's so I mean, amazing!
2: Yeah, Mando's just a better character he's, than Boba Fett, he's without just a doubt. Hand- I just, I just he's handled like, much better, yes. I
0: feel like they know what they're doing with Mando. <laughs> like, there's a confidence there. Yeah, I don't want to say maybe there
1: shouldn't have been the book of Boba Fett because I'm really glad it exists and I really, really, really liked it in the end. But maybe Boba Fett should have just had like two episodes or one episode, sure. like a like a side episode in the Mando next season. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm curious how you'll
2: feel about like, it when you're done. They just yeah, like, it, it feels it,
1: like they stretched.
2: Yeah, it feels like it didn't need to be as long as it was. Yeah,
1: like they stretched it out.
0: And yeah. and maybe maybe. Knowing him from the Clone Wars is coloring my perception a little bit, but Cad Bane Bane and and him coming in and not saying his name and the way he tilted his his hat up and you saw his eyes – I'm like, you are way more interesting and threatening than the fucking Pike Syndicate. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, we need to deal with the Pike Syndicate. I'm just thinking to myself, I don't fucking care. You know
2: what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, they've I- always been just like a kind of organization in the background. They've yeah. been around mm-hmm. doing like the same shit. Clone Wars and Solo, Right. they were there. And they're, they're here. Like, them dealing with Spice is a very I'm common saying- thing for them. But yes, they are just like a weird, generic yeah. generic organization
0: where whereas like Moff Gideon I feel like at least had a presence yeah
2: okay. exactly yeah. these guys like you couldn't tell them from apart based off anything yeah not no. their personality how right. they look nothing really about it's just them.
0: like they're running drugs and that's bad yes you know like yeah. it pretty much amounts yeah to yeah, yeah. That.
1: my hope is that we get an animatronic flashback of Jabba the Hutt in the Obi-Wan show that's all I want just give me Jabba. I mean, he's alive at the point. So, Somehow, someway, give me Jabba the Hutt. Ha, 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 ha. I am really excited
2: <laughs> for Obi-Wan. <laughs> you got him in um episode one. So Hell yeah.
0: The other thing that <laughs> I want to say, Love it. and I, I knew this from Mandalorian. I hope Obi-Wan Pod races. I cannot give Pedro Pascal enough credit for the way that he handles this character. I Joel is, Miller. I think it is really it's be fucking Joel baby. Oh, in yeah. last yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Sorry, you threw me for a loop there. Yeah. Um so hyped. The, the 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 way that he plays Mando is so difficult because to be so emotionally detached and so monotone but have that stuff creep in and still be compelling. I think just on a performance level is extremely yeah. difficult to do and he crushes yeah. it. He you is really so good.
2: I wonder how much he's actually in the suit. Way more
1: nowadays, he said. In season oh, okay. one was like nothing, but then oh, the show okay. became like the biggest so he's thing doing ever. So more? Yeah. That's cool. Damn.
0: Season two, it was like a thing. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be on set a lot more. <laughs> it should be. He, He manages to strike that balance between like... Badass with a heart in a way mm-hmm. that is just delicious. Yeah, the, I don't know. I'm, I'm bummed that I don't know her, but the woman who plays the armor is also fantastic. Yeah. It's Emily Swallow. She was in
1: the scene in The Last of Us. Remember the very first scene when they're hanging Abby in the woods? Yes. And she like cuts Abby and okay. like, tells the people to go look for
0: intruders okay. and has the gun and gets taken That's out her. right away. That's her. Okay. She yeah. does a very good job. You know,
2: with <laughs> Boba Fett, Boba Fett comes with a lot of baggage and yeah, a lot absolutely. of expectations. And absolutely. I think with, with Mandalorian, is it didn't come with any really. Yeah. No one knew who this character was. It's just a new character. Like, and yeah, it has got a Boba Fett kind and 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 of helmet.
1: Admittedly, I think before, Boba Fett is a difficult character to work with. Was Mando season one before or after episode nine? What? Uh, it's Epis- way you mean episode six? No, Star Wars episode nine. It's way well, it's before. It's way before, yeah. No, I mean release. Oh, oh, it was like season a, one. Yeah, yeah. It
2: was th- like a, like a year or so, or in Had the year. Had we seen episode? I think it was nine? like a year. I after, think it was, be- or was it before? I don't remember. Okay, because either way,
1: post episode nine, expectations are lower for everyone okay, across the board. Okay, I, I said this
0: last <laughs> night. So low. When we were watching episode five and six, and I yeah. believe this. I think what they are doing with the Mandalorian post episode six, like, bro, just decanonize episodes. Seven, eight, nine. They can. <laughs> I, I just, I think what the they framework can. that they're working with here
1: so much is better.
0: much better. Yeah. If they real. have to try to justify this stupid Palpatine shit, Lord help me. Like I think they could take you need Luke's to Jedi Academy. Oh my god. In a much better what episode seven? No,
1: no, no. In uh reaction shots. Isla and had the, uh, I had the most insane idea for a Palpatine. Resurrection show oh. Here's the thing though Ben <laughs> Insane ideas Please watch Here's the
2: thing I hate the prequels <laughs> The Clone Wars show And those shows Made that era better for Absolutely, me Absolutely they so did So they could do The same treatment For why, the why neutral do you always
1: league. Gotta like Stab because me in the chest When you talk shit On Phantom Dude, Menace Please just like oh, Do it in the other room Or no, something No Just it's fucking that, deal with it
0: Come on I, I, I don't know who To originally oh, quote this. Quote I'm talking this to
2: Ben About a point <laughs> And I'm trying to Elaborate my point If yeah. you can't take it Get the fuck <laughs> out of here can't take it
0: the prequels have really good world living and lore. It's yes. just the the plot the Just everything plot else and writing is bad. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. That's just okay. what I meant. Yeah. Is
2: like we have these gaps and these holes in the the sequel trilogy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That need to be filled and can be filled and make further events
0: better on. I think that's true. I I'd be curious that's, to see a Clone Wars for like Like if the they sequels. are teasing
2: some shit with like Luke dealing with Palpatine, like, searching for Palpatine or hearing rumors about Palpatine, something like that, to actually build it up so it makes more sense when it happens, instead of it just a snap of the finger, he's back, apparently. Yeah.
1: Something like that.
2: Something that actually builds to it. The
1: dead speak! I worry about that stuff, because, like, it gives the MCU ways to just, like, course-correct everything. Like, everyone was, like, the whole, like, Thor endgame, or the Thor... Two thing, where everyone's like, "Huh, Thor Two is important now, and it's good because it's an end game. It's actually important, so you got to watch that more." Like, yeah, but it makes something at least better. Huber, yeah. I
0: think you are listening to the most yeah. annoying people. I know, I like, think so yeah. too. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I, I would say a strength but, of the MCU is that like it doesn't need a lot of course correcting.
1: But like retro, more, more actively Definitely. going. Back, I guess you're not erasing the movies, yeah. you're
2: just filling in gaps. Star Wars has been doing that forever, yeah.
1: I guess I get so annoyed that's too what with the like, prequels are. I guess I get annoyed with the Clone Wars show because it's like, why? Here's the was thing about Clone Wars, so like, why? I'm not even, I'm never even mentioned finished. ever in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so tell that, me why. Okay, so that tell me why right that now, That doesn't annoy me, it doesn't annoy me, but yeah, but
0: but it gets back to that point <laughs> that we made where it's like, yes, you can get caught up in all that stuff, but it's like. You end up loving the Clone Wars just because the characters and Hell, stories yeah. are awesome. Good. And it's because... Yeah, yeah. It's the
2: answer, just like the prequels, not everything was written out. The yeah. prequels were not written and done when 4, 5, and 6 came out. George no, Lucas no. R- went back further on and fleshed out that shit. That's I why.
0: I swear to God, though, I, I Clone Wars is such a weird show because, like, it takes a while before you yes. love it. Yes, it uh, does. It, it gets better over time. For sure. But the Clone Wars is so good that you're like, yeah, the prickles are pretty good. Like it, it, it does that. Magic. It makes
2: that timeline yes. better. For yeah, me. it absolutely does. And there's like, a reason why Ahsoka's not around as the best. They did it as best they could. Yeah. There's a reason.
0: I'm excited to get to that. I really need to finish Clone Wars. And, it's like, and do Rise. not the most satisfying thing, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. Here's the oh. weird thing about, about Star Wars for me though. And it's the same thing with the MCU. Like, I, I, and this is probably a, a personal failing but like if I watch something and I'm like oh this is a mess right where it's like in the moment I really enjoyed Rise of Skywalker but it was one of those things where <sighs> it felt a about little more. hollow yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like Shit. I watched Mandalorian and I played Jedi Fallen Order I'm like oh my god I'm loving Star Wars I'm obsessed with it then I watched the first few episodes of Boba Fett and I'm just like I don't care like if I see a few MC, like right now I'm really obsessed but it's like the quality has to be there and I feel, like that's kind of why I get mad about DCEU being a mess. It's like mm-hmm. if you're going to do these things mm-hmm. and you're going to make me invest so much, you have to be there. Yeah. Because otherwise you feel like you're investing into nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. The actions really just let me down. Like. Man, see sh- you.
1: Like that's why, wa- shout out to Boba Fett dude. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Like those fight scenes are sick. They're, I really yeah, like I know him. you I thought, like him. But I thought the train heist was the was The train heist, was, good was, good. The train good heist was better than anything in the MCU shows. Anything.
0: I I think like y- Falcon and yeah. Soldier fights were pretty good. I think the the car chase in Hawkeye was really well. Car chase was great. It was really kart well. Car chase was
1: great. Up I, there, yeah. Yeah, up there. I just so think that s- train Star Wars always the train the train heist was the, sick. I don't no think it about.
2: ever has the best choreography. There's some cool moments, but. There's some dumb shit where I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Like that, even, even Mandalorian has a lot of that yeah. shit where I'm like, eh, The why?
0: bike chase is a horror. It's, it's, really it's, it's really, really bad. It's really bad. The mod. Oh, my God. It's really bad. bad. It's, it's really terrible. bad. It's To the like, point where you're like, how
2: did this fight? happen? Yeah, I don't man. know. Like, what, who <laughs> thought? That, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a very questionable decision.
0: Robert Rodriguez. Brad directed that. I feel your passion, man.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean. It's so funny to me, like, hearing people, like, just, like, opinions about Star Wars, and it's like, man, Star Wars has been like this for a forever. long time. Yeah, like, forever, people are acting like forever, this is for new, like, division in the fan base. It's like, Say hello where are you our been? banks?
0: Listen, I just... <laughs> Episode 6 was directed by Dave Filoni, and it was like, I didn't know that until I saw the credit, and I was like, I can tell. Like... Yeah. Please, dear fucking god, just let Dave. Not involved in Obi Wan F- whatsoever. Let's just let Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Oh well, like, yeah, because Dave shit, Filoni's you know? Lucas's guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you could tell, like, he just fucking
1: he gets it. Gets it. He gets mm-hmm. it. Give him the oversight. I don't. I don't know why that hasn't they, happened yet. They
0: just need somebody Feige needs him. to steer the Star Feige Wars Feige ship. him.
2: They just yes. He's. I would say the most qualified. Maybe not yeah. necessarily in like. Dialogue all the time, or something like that. But he has—he knows where the series should go and what yes. works more. Yes. and he's proven it to me with Clone Wars and Rebels. Every time,
1: it is crazy that we just had a show on Tatooine, and the next show is also on yeah. Tatooine. I was thinking Tatooine. that yeah, because, like,
0: I love Tatooine, <laughs> but I think part of the reason Mandalorian was so effective is the planet hopping
1: yeah. nature of it. Yeah,
0: Mass Effect. I don't even feel like Boba Fett is using Tatooine all that well. Mm-mm. The, the raider stuff was good. The train heist was fantastic. I love that train heist. Very, very good. That train heist it was It cool excellent. to see like,
2: some more of the town stuff, but I see what you mean, definitely. I mean, it,
1: Tatooine's a, on a lot. And a lot. It's, also, like, the biggest and the smallest thing ever is Star Wars. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's so huge and sprawling and also so small.
0: We know, you know what's crazy about Star <laughs> Wars? is It is, like, the easiest thing to fall in and out of love yeah. with. It really is. Oh,
1: yeah. I fell in love with
2: Star Wars for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, back, You just got off the ride, dude.
2: You got up, back in line. Oh, I understood what the ride was <laughs> yeah. and what the ride was giving me. Yeah. I understood. I had expectations now.
0: Whoever made it so that when Grogu and Luke are walking that he force uses the force to bring him along. Yeah. That person deserves a fucking well, like yeah, yeah.
2: this the force stuff is like my favorite stuff in Star Wars. Yeah. Like in Empire Strikes Back with Luke and Yo- and Luke and Yoda like training is like my favorite thing in Star Wars Hell
0: ever. Yeah. The Dagobah fight me the Dagobah training is the yeah. best part so of all
1: Star Wars. This is like mirroring that. I'm, I'm like a like, yes. Guinness man myself. That's why I always
0: like a new hope. He's a little part more. of it. Yeah. He's there. He's in Dagobah. Yeah, he is. He is there. And he says some great He does shot. show up for yeah. sure. Manella they Guinness dragged man. him on set. He didn't like what, what, <laughs> is the, what is the line like? I did tell you to the truth from a certain point <laughs> of view. From a certain point of view. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's great. <laughs> on
1: Dagobah. Alan like Guinness. Are we gonna get a deep fake uh Ali Guinness? At the, what you want. <laughs> at the end? At the end, maybe watch out. I think what makes me feel well, like better out. about the Luke
0: stuff is <laughs> Luke or er, Mark Hamill is doing it. Yes. You know. Spoiler alert though,
1: a lot of that VO yeah. was deep mind. Yeah. Yeah. And AI yeah. did a lot of the VO and like some of the lines you can hear were like weird. Because yes. I watch it
0: yeah.
2: twice. But it's getting better at least.
0: Okay. I feel I feel bad for admitting this, but it's so true. I Luke is far and away my favorite character, and so it's like I will take what I can get. Hell yeah! Well, yeah, he was my favorite too. It's the Luke we actually wanted to see. Why do people get mad at at
1: more Luke in that area? Because it's like such a because people are like like, we want that sick of the skywalkers. Like in between six and seven, Luke like. This is Luke and his yeah. pride that we always want to see that. heard about
2: in books and stuff being rad but we never got to see it on film mm-hmm. and when we fucking saw him on film he's a bitter old man that was nothing like the Luke character that we all loved Dude
0: the Luke in last Jedi makes no fucking sense It does
2: not when you it have doesn't. Mark Hamill saying i disagree with everything this character is I don't in this I don't, even, I don't
0: like, even have a problem with like you taking the character in the direction it just doesn't it's just like there's no way that character
3: that we, out, everything no, that
0: we've so ever known yeah that would get or it's like, if you're going to do that with the character, like we have to see it. It can't just be a before and after. It's so frustrating. And the way that they're presenting him in these shows is so consistent with the character. Again, it feels like it makes fucking Maybe sense. Maybe
2: a show later on, some events, will make that deep fake more Luke? sense. Well, I mean, it Maybe. doesn't even have to be. They can animate uh, it. There's so much animated Star Wars.
1: If you did a Luke show, would you want a deep fake live action Luke or just an animated show?
2: Good question. I don't know. the The Luke in this made me more confident Looks compared really to the last time. But I, just, I don't they, know. They,
0: they were considering about it. I don't think Luke they had a lot of like his if, face was not in the frame. If
2: yeah. they do a show Luke, I don't think it should be live action because okay. if they're gonna have him that much, should be sparing with that. If you're gonna be using like robot face,
0: here's the problem though, and this is just true if you do if you do animated which i think would be great i think they handled like say anakin and obi-wan f- phenomenally yeah. in clone wars uh unfortunately just a huge portion of the audience will not they do will seriously. not care yep 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 Absolutely. I'm not yeah. i'm not that is not a a comment on the quality of animated shows correct it just is that's just
2: the that's just the truth
0: it's just the truth in a very frustrating way yeah, and so like i think they've i think they've actually handled luke really, really well, I would be okay with them moving away from yeah, Luke.
2: he doesn't need to be here right now. I
0: think it makes perfect sense yeah. that they're doing an Ahsoka show. Rosario Dawson is crushing it. She's crushing yeah. it.
2: They got so. Rebel stuff to figure out first before we have to go back to Luke. That's what
0: Ahsoka will be. All right. Dude, I need to get on. I need to finish Clone Wars. I need to watch Rebels. I need to watch Bad Batch. All right. All right. That was a long but passionate discussion. I don't know if it was interesting to anybody but us, but I had a good time.
1: You're just never going to change anyone's mind on uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is one of know? those things. That's like not semi-exhausting. That's not true.
2: My mind's been changed about things from what people have said. I'm like, that's right.
1: You're level-headed, Brad. Yeah. Well, there's some
2: level-headed people
0: <laughs> out there. I think, you know what? I think both of you bring up good points. <laughs> I think Brad is right that there are good voices out there. I've heard plenty of great Star Wars criticism. There's also a lot of garbage. Yeah. So like everything. Like everything. Yep. It's like a Game of
1: Thrones situation. That old Star Wars.
0: <laughs> well, just everybody hates Game of Thrones now and everybody's correct. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: kinda unanimous yeah. most yeah. of the time. Most of the
0: time, true, I guess. True, 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 true.
2: I don't know anyone that liked. I've never seen it in How how could you?
0: Like I could, I just it's, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I just don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about Peacemaker. Um Peacemaker, lighthearted show. <laughs> lighthearted, but also Is it ultra not violent? Brutal. Yeah, okay. It's
2: brutal. Okay, brutal. Like, okay. Is it Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad tone,
1: essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think the tone's better than Suicide Squad. It's just like
1: gra- the graphic violence.
0: If there's graphic violence, yeah. there's Comedy. some graphic sexual stuff. Yeah. I would say, however, that as the show goes on, it really does just a great job of making these characters seem believable and like. John Cena Peacemaker in The Suicide Squad is kind of a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's very funny, but he's there to kind of be this larger-than-life person, this, like, like I will kill any man, woman, and child to obtain peace, like this kind of hyperbole of a character. And what Peacemaker does is, like, that's still true. He's still that character, but they ground him in this way where they kind of peel back his layers, and you're like, holy shit, like, he's still a douchebag, but he's got so much more going on.
1: Yeah. I, I love him. I love him. Yeah. John Cena, the man. Attitude era. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Oh, didn't he
3: kill the attitude era?
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hubert, I
0: had, I had no the, expectations uh, going on in the show, and I will defend it to my dying breath now. Expectations
1: is everything. Yeah. We, yeah. It, you, know? you know, Expectations is so much. When you have no expectations, you're not disappointed, and mm-hmm. you can be surprised by how good things are. Yes. Same thing, Ben. There were no expectations. But if this was a Batman show... My expectations would have been way higher. It would probably have been way more critical. yeah but uh, it's been nice to go in with no investment, no stakes and uh, it's just liberating. It's freeing. I'm not like trying to connect all the dots, put everything together. I'm just enjoying the ride.
0: yeah, and it well, feels really good. And again, it, it's, it doesn't feel like it's relying on gaming. it's like it's really doing the work. Um, there, there are these there are these group of people that are just trying they start out just trying to do a job. And they're all kind of fucked up. I feel like James Gunn is very good at dealing with broken characters. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of fucked up. And over time. And what I love is it doesn't do that thing where it's like, oh, we went on a mission together. Now we love each other. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they still kind of lie to each other. They keep things from each other. It's a very gradual, like, oh, I care about you mm-hmm. in a way that feels. So believable to the point where when they do finally start bonding you're like I totally buy this yeah it feels genuine definitely yeah yeah the
1: cast it's everything mm-hmm. and James Gunn writing every episode you know again oversight is so important yep it's like the this other show I'm watching 1883 and Yellowstone every single episode is written by Taylor Sheridan it's like that is so essential you can you tell. need somebody steering the ship ha- charting it out um yeah. And he directs like more than half of the episodes too mm-hmm. of Peacemaker, James Gunn. Um, I didn't know Harcourt or whatever that is James Gunn's partner. They're like together in real life. They've been together. Oh, I didn't for, know that either. Yeah, they've been together for like seven years. She is great. Yeah. Harcourt. Yeah, I'd never seen her in anything. I was yeah. like, oh,
0: it's cool. I, I think with um, ensemble casts, another thing that is very difficult to do, which again makes me impressed with James Gunn's writing, is like obviously the focus is on Chris Smith, Peacemaker himself. But there's no one from that core group that I feel like doesn't get ample time to shine. Like Mm -hmm. Economos, Adebayo, Vigilante, Mern, Harcourt, they all all have chemistry with each other and they all feel like they have sufficient things going on. Like they really feel like an equally valuable unit in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and just like threading the needle of being standalone within this universe though I just think it's doing it so well it's like shield back in the day of just like one little thing that doesn't feel forced or weird or out of place they're just like mentioning that thing and it's not a big deal I'm already like moving on you know Mm -hmm. whereas um I just feel like with WandaVision obviously had to deal with everything that had come before like there's so much they have to deal with in the MCU shows i feel uh, like they right. have to address certain things hawkeye had to address black widow and all this like everything needs to be addressed whereas peacemaker is like there's like a funny batman joke that yeah. isn't essential to the story it's right. just a funny batman joke right like, it's, a, it's it's yeah. it, it
0: can make a batman joke so it does but it doesn't rely on batman exactly. jokes exactly yeah. yeah so i just i just really it's such a it's so well
1: done i just like it a lot yeah, man. <laughs> I
0: I'm so cautious cuz I don't want to spoil anything mm-hmm. because I want I really want people to watch it cuz I yeah. think a lot of people would be surprised and impressed. Nobody
1: asked for the show. No one asked for Nobody the show. Nobody was no asked. What was the joke when
0: it was announced? <laughs> Nobody asked for it. It's Here better we than are. we deserve. It is. It's so much better than we deserve cuz the thing is is like this type of the the humor that it plays around with and like even as I'm talking I'm like man, James Gunn is just a really good writer because <laughs> It absolutely uses shock value in, in every sense. It uses uh, liberal use of profanity, liberal use of sex, nudity, very liberal use of violence, and it's like all of those- Shotgun. All, <laughs> dude, dude, that, that episode- it, it Hits hard. Shotgun. Um, all the these, kills. All of these things, I think, could immediately get stale, yeah. especially when you have, you know, eight episodes, 45 minutes apiece- but what it does is, like, when it leans in hard on one thing, I feel like it doesn't, like, keep banging on that door. Like, mm-hmm. it'll have a vagina joke, and it will use it, and it'll pop up, and then <laughs> it'll go away. And then it'll have a race joke, and then it'll pop up, and then it'll go away. And it's, like, it 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 keeps its bag of tricks fresh, and it yeah. feels like it has a lot of tricks to use in a way that, well, like, when they do something, I'm like, okay, that actually caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah. Um. And we're talking about antagonists and villains and uh, Peacemaker's father. T one thousand. T one thousand is just so so thoroughly a piece of shit that when there's any conversation between <laughs> yeah. them, like I'm like, dude, yeah. put that guy in the ground. Yeah, I'm you know? down. I'm yeah. down
1: for some Robert Patrick action. Dude, yeah. let's go. He was in. Uh, he, they had, he was in one episode, one COVID episode of uh, The Walking Dead. During COVID, Walking Dead added, like, we're going to do some smaller COVID episodes. And, like, they had him in there. He's just mm-hmm. so great,
0: dude. Yeah. While he's down for some T-1000 mm-hmm. action, dude. <laughs> um, you were talking about, like, connectedness. And and I think a good way of that they use it effectively, minor spoiler, is Adebayo is Amanda Waller's daughter. Yeah. Right? And Amanda Waller shows up just a, just, a, just a little sprinkling. Yeah. But, like, she kind of casts a shadow over this character. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't... It, it It's like, it uses that connection, it uses that extension to make this character more involved and more interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, constantly, like, oh, you're just Amanda Waller's daughter. She's very much her own person. So I think that is a perfect example of using yeah. this extended universe in a smart way. Totally. Totally. Yeah,
1: like... I really like Loki. I love Loki, but Mm. it also felt like they had to, it was a show about addressing the entire MCU, you know, Mm. and that to me came at the expense of characters, like Mm. some really good characters in Loki. I I love love Owen Wilson, love Loki, but like you were saying about this cast, all of them, like I just want to watch the show because I want to be with them and watch them rather than do my homework and connect plot points, you know?
0: Yeah, I sort of get what you mean where, like, following the MCU, a saying that I have is, like, I don't know how anyone doesn't, like, if you care about the continuity, I don't know how anyone Mm -hmm. doesn't watch these shows. Whereas, like, with Peacemaker, it's, like, if you've seen The Suicide Squad, great. If you haven't, great. Like, it's just, it is just a great show. It's just a great show. It is just a great show, period. Yeah. Yes.
1: And then just thinking about Star Wars, like, I don't envy any, like, that's a dream, dude. Obviously, you get to work on Star Wars anything that's a dream, but, like. That must be really hard. There's just so much baggage, so much baggage and expectations. Like you're always going to be living in the shadow of one of the greatest trilogies of film ever made. Like crazy, crazy expectations Yeah. for anything Star Wars related. So many opinions. So it's just been nice to kind of watch Peacemaker in a vacuum because no one's talking about it. No one's watching it really feels like. Dude, I, it's, just, w- it's, it's sick as shit. I love it. Watch Pete. Yeah, watch, watch it. Watch, watch it's it. It's good.
0: Wa- I, like, I, I know no it one asked for people it. People recommend stuff, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nobody asked for it, but it's good. No,
0: yeah. Well, it's just like, the story feels like... Like, what's fascinating about the overall plot, right? If you really break down just, like, what happens and what their mission is, mm-hmm. it's very basic. It, yeah. There's not much to it. But it feels like these characters actually have depth that is worth exploring and that is what came first you know it's not like they totally could have done this where it's like they would have done the annoying thing where it's like they're constantly being like oh here's what the suicide squad is doing and Mm -hmm. making this team feel like a b team yeah they don't they they are the stars and they get all the attention and they get all the development that's awesome
1: yeah, I hope the finale is like two hours and it's just the Suicide Squad so sequel <laughs> Like, like I'm let's so go. Sad. He
0: he mentioned, I think James Gunn was like, another season could happen and we're gonna do something else as well. And it's like nice. do James Gunn crushing it, it's in brilliant. my opinion. MCU and DCEU. Isn't that nuts?
1: Yeah. James Gunn.
0: James Gunn. Put him on Star Wars next. Shit. He just, nothing he does is like cookie cutter. Yeah. It's, it's very much. Finger like pulse. You can tell immediately that it's a James Gunn thing, but I feel like he's also still surprising me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Really do. I think these characters are better. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit! I think these characters are better. Holy shit! I think they're more interesting. Whoa! I'm not trying to slam (laughs) the earnings together.
1: I think these characters are better. This is like the first moment. Like, Peacemaker's the first moment where like, yo, DCEU, competition here, MCU. They've been down in the dumps for so long. Yeah. The Batman's coming. Things are looking up, DC. Could be a honeymoon phase. I don't know. That's
0: how I'm feeling. All All right. right. Expectations are everything. They are. That's true. I love Guardians. Don't get me wrong. Calm down. <laughs> it's time for the Hotake. Um, so I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to talk about on the Hotake today, but I thought that this might be uh, an interesting conversation for you guys, um, particularly Huber. I think this might be a, an interesting conversation for you because Lost Ark apparently has become one of Steam's biggest games already, right? Tried to play this morning, but... It- yeah, they're having problems. Yeah, yeah, problems. But, but yeah. there's massive, I'm, massive I'm massive interest. Peak concurrent users yeah. uh, from the IGN article I was reading. Five hundred thousand five hundred and thirty two thousand four hundred and seventy six. Okay. So it's it's blown up. You go on Twitch, massive, right? Yeah. Just like five hundred thousand people were watching uh, been Gold. Cool. Yeah. Five hundred thousand people. That it's it's wild, <laughs> right? And obviously this game has existed in other territories, Korea, I think specifically, yeah. um beforehand, so there is some legacy there. But what I, I was, and I, I've admittedly, I've played like an hour of Lost Ark, and right. it seems really fun. I can't wait to play more of it. Yeah, I'm not commenting on the quality of the game. I just think this like flashpoint, this flash of success, thinking of DC Comics this flash of success flashpoint. is very interesting, um, because I feel like New World kind of went through yep. exactly the exactly same thing. Exactly, yep. and this. I feel like I feel like these sort of like boom moments comes out, and it like is captivating everybody and it becomes the big IT game and then it fades
2: away. Two weeks, away. A week later. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I'm not saying that that is going to happen to Lost Ark. Like sure. I said, it does seem like a cool game from what I've played. But I'm just wondering, like, is that true? Like, can it sustain momentum? Are these sort of, like, here today, gone tomorrow? Is this really healthy for the industry? Not Again, not saying yeah. that that is going I've to happen. I've actually been thinking
1: about this in a different context, okay. Ben. uh Because people don't finish video games anymore, like, as much. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, an immediate... There's immediate opinions on something. So, like, yo, this game's great! You know, you played it for, like, 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. an hour. You play a couple hours. This game's great! But then, like, you play more, and maybe it's not so great. Maybe it starts to get, like, a little boring, you know? Maybe repetitive. Maybe the Dying Light 2 combat in the very beginning is the same as it is in the very end. So there's this like immediate reaction of this is so great. And then like, it's up to the quality of the game to have it go on past launch, right. you know? Yeah. It, then it becomes really a discussion of like credits roll. Does this game hold up? Is it really wonderful? You know, because it the new world was oh. exposed. Yeah. The honeymoon phase in the beginning was phenomenal but right. then people realized like, hey 70 hours later you know what you, you know what you're doing
0: the exact same thing. I think you are touching on the core of the issue where it's like these games sometimes and I'm not speaking about Lockstart specifically like I said I don't know but I feel like sometimes these games have like enough coal to get the fire started yeah. but they don't have enough to keep it burning which is right. really a shame. I also think and I want to throw this at you because we were, you were talking about expectations are everything. I feel like people have a game in their life. I think World of Warcraft is a very good example where World of Warcraft to so many people is like some of the, like literally some of the best memories of their life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're just like, I would give anything to have that back. And so they can't help themselves, oh, but yeah. like put that expectation onto oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And B- of course, it cannot live up or very likely cannot live I mean,
2: when. When Shadowlands came out, I think it was, like, the fastest-selling PC game of all time when it came out. Something crazy like that, and now everyone's like, fuck World of Warcraft. (laughs) Like, so fast. But, yeah, in terms of Lost Ark, yeah, there's something there. I think there's something, like, really fun about it, but Mm -hmm. I do think it'll die out. Like, I don't think it's going to die, but, like, no way are the Mm -hmm. numbers going to sustain this way. It's just not going to happen.
1: Even Fortnite, you know, everything has to have a
2: high. Yes. And then it stabilizes. And it's like, this came out at a good time. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of new games coming out this like, week. This is a good time for this to come out. Yeah,
0: no, it is, I I completely agree with that. Um, but then you know the other side of it is is like maybe that's exactly the business plan where it's like mm-hmm. you think about these games. Well, and it's, it's like, like it's like a
2: pay to win game and stuff like that too. So
0: I didn't know it was pay to win. Oh, there's pay to win stuff. Oh Jesus, pay Christ. to win.
2: Yeah, my, not pay to play. Yeah, my girlfriend's been playing a lot. She's like, yeah, there's pay to win stuff. Fuck, and it's grindy. And I was like, oh, okay. No, thanks. Pay to win? I don't know how paid to win. It's like BDO, she was saying, like BDO kind of-esque stuff.
0: Great. Okay. Yeah. But like having... BDO pro- is pretty popular. So that's cool. what I wanted to say where it's like, maybe that's like the business plan all along where you have this huge surge at the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, even if that shrinks exponentially. Well,
2: the people who are playing it still right. are the ones who spend all the money. It's
0: like if you're if you're charging people perpetually, Mm -hmm. it's like, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's, but it's all about getting people on board
1: immediately. It doesn't even matter what comes next. Like, I'm scared that like, that could be the, the the darkest timeline of like, yo, people's the only people only like, people don't want to miss out. They just want that early opinion. If we make the first bit of our game yep. wonderful, you get those, everyone's in. You get those Switch streams. You yeah. get those YouTube videos. Cyberpunk, really how many people went through the process of getting a refund? A lot, but like how many didn't? Yeah. And just, because yeah, they didn't want to go through the hassle. That game
2: still sold crazy amount. Yeah,
1: and it eventually turned, you know, PC version, whatever, the whole nother, but yeah. how many people are like, have a subscription and just don't cancel it because yeah. they just let it. Go, like, I've had my Crunchyroll subscription for years because it's like, well, I I watch Boruto every once in a while, but, like, I should go through the effort to cancel it and then subscribe, so it's like, Lost Ark, dude. They just get everyone on board day one, and they're good. Yeah,
2: yeah. and it's a new MMO, and I think people are always looking for a new MMO. Absolutely. Always. right Like, uh, when Ashes of Creation comes out, it's going to be big for a while. I don't know if it it could sustain. I have no idea, but it's going to be big when it comes out.
0: I just think about, like, World of Warcraft at its best in Final Fantasy XIV, and I, I I look at the the success, of, especially something of something in Final Fantasy XIV, and it's like, right. its success is built on the back of quality. Like, yeah. just straight up. Yeah. Straight like, up, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves it because it is amazing. Yeah. I just don't love, like, this is built on the back of, you got enough people on the hamster wheel. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or it's sure, just like, yeah. You know, like... And and I get it, and on like on some level, I'm so torn. I'm not saying that's what Lost Ark is. I'm just using that to frame a yeah, wider discussion, where it's like on some level, I like being on the hamster wheel sometimes. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. It's the like, only reason
1: I'm interested is because it's so huge. Yeah, that's literally the only reason I'm fiending to play. It's like everyone's playing shit. I like these kind of games. I'm jumping in. Like if no one was playing Lost Ark. Like, I really like the look of it. I like action RPGs like this. Dude, I that's probably the thing.
0: wouldn't give it the time. What's so funny yeah. is, like, I was going through the prologue and, like, man, the story was delivered rough. And, like, you read. I be heard reading- they
1: skip the beginning. I, re- I was reading about this actually. That in Korea, you have to choose a class and you get up to level 10. Mm. And I think they skip all of that now. You start at level 10. Did you start at level 10 by chance? I don't think so, okay. but I'm not sure. Yeah. I was doing the prologue okay. and I like Does picked... it give you like a weird recap video? <laughs> I was like reading about okay, this. It so sounded so confusing when I, the onboarding. I, it's decided weird. That I,
0: it is very <laughs> weird because I okay. I picked Gunner and it was like, Do you want to see the class story? And I was like, sure. That's it. That's it. And, and I like
1: traditionally you're, you're, the original you would play through that. And okay. you don't do that anymore. Well,
0: because the class story mm-hmm. made no fucking sense. Yeah, I felt yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just picked up a book yeah. and was reading like seventy five percent of the way through. Because yeah. it was like it had this dialogue, it had these characters. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know any of it. Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. And then you do the prologue, <laughs> and then you do the prologue where yeah. it very much feels like more of like a beginning, where yeah. it's like, here's what's going on, here's what the arcs are, here are different factions at play. But I'm like, how does my gunner fit into that at <laughs> all? <laughs> so that was a yeah. mess. And it did the thing where like. The lines they were saying didn't necessarily match up with the subtitles, which was very funny. So the storytelling, at least the very little I've seen, was a little rough. Um, But, dude, it felt fucking good. So the gunner was so cool because what you are is you have three different modes that you can switch between just by hitting a key. You can go from dual pistols to a sniper to a shotgun, and all of them have different skills. And, like, of course... They're super flashy and fun to where you're like shooting a giant lightning ball and like seeing it go through you're flipping over people <laughs> Sick. like it, it it's it's just very flashy you feel the impact it's fun you're fighting a lot of things at once and so like the immediate visceral reaction is is a positive one. So, Obviously, I haven't cool. dug deep into the mechanics yet. Mm-hmm. That will come in time. The
2: uh, barrier entry is low, isn't it? It's like free, free to, to play. play. Yeah, so it's not free
0: to play. It's free yet. to play now. It's I think it to is, to is now. Okay. Yeah, today. It so it's not, like yeah.
2: today. Hey, that's such a low barrier for entry. So many people are going to just check it out. New World. It is. Yeah. yeah. New World? The New World is like, yeah, you buy it once.
1: And buy it no once. No, to worry about the subscription. it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, but the
0: thing, oh man, yeah. some 40, of this stuff yeah, feels sure. so fucking gross because I was lucky enough to get a code and they're like, hey, make sure you stream this. And I was like, okay. So I entered the code. Turns out they gave me like the super premium pack. <laughs> Guess how much that shit is? 100 bucks. $100. Oh, wow. God. Pay to win. Do you it's get, like, get yeah, it? here you get this title, you get all this stuff, you get this extra super cool looking armor. Space.
1: Do you get extra bag space? I don't know, but like classic MMO pay to win mechanic. Yeah, yeah it's it's War weird because
0: like in a lot of ways, I think Path of Exile does a really good job, and I, I have mm-hmm. praised its free to play nature there, and I do think it's good. But there's, I, I I also got to this point with Path of Exile where like I'm playing so much of this, I want to look cool. And you just drop $60 on looking cool, you know? Because, like, my character in Lost Ark is fucking gorgeous. Like, they're yeah. awesome. And you're like, you look really cool. And, they, like, just psychologically, you're yeah. twisting the gears in your brain where you're like. Dude, slack me what server you're on tonight. Yeah, I'm playing. I will. I'm okay. booting
1: it up tonight. I think It's already preloaded, baby. Like, I'm in for Lost long <laughs> I'm in. Because I'm going to be in. I literally preloaded last night. And I, I was I'll like, oh, you, it'll probably the, come out tonight. And I'll then tell you the like, server yeah. It was like, oh, 9 a.m. And then yeah. i like, dude, I got up like semi-early today. Ooh. Got up at like 10. Semi-early. Because I was going to play. And it was like, oh, it's down. Like, problems, you know?
0: Launch day woes. Dude. But I think it's up now. I... Uh... My sleep schedule like I've finally gotten to a point where I feel like I go to bed at a semi reasonable time, but I just don't stay asleep. I'll like sleep for four hours and then I just get up and I hate it. Uh, yeah. Not to go. I always into think that. of that line in the
1: rock. I get up three times a night to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, then. <laughs> that is a fucking movie line that has stuck with me for twenty years. I do I not know. remember that line I don't know. at all. I don't know I've why. seen The Rock.
0: Ah! I think I've seen The Rock. Right, right? Um <laughs> Yeah, man, Lost Ark. I I, don't, I didn't I didn't bring it to Frame Track because I haven't played enough. But man, my because I fucking love action RPGs. Yeah, you do,
1: dude. I was like, oh, Ben's gonna play this I, for sure. I'm
0: like, yeah.
1: this a Ben More I joint. I think it could very easily yeah. have
0: its hooks in me, dude. Yeah, sure. Dude, I'm in. Oh, you're getting me hyped up. All right, I'm super. Oh, it must in. be good if a lot of people are playing it. Who knows,
1: man? Yeah, who knows, okay. dude. Streamers, man. Just knows, as long man. as they get paid, they'll stream it, and then
0: your game is big. Are we ready for some emails? Yay. Are you ready for some football? Our first email comes in uh, from Alex. Hi, Ben. Uh, the question, I love Front Mission. The latest Nintendo Direct made me really happy. Not only do we get a new version of Front Mission 1, we also get Front Mission 2, which never came out in English. I will Obviously, buy it day one, or so I thought, in my opinion, the gameplay footage of Front Mission uh, 1 did not look as good as the original game. Yeah, I agree. It looked rough. Not... I I haven't played Front Mission 1, but just what they showed looked rough. I agree. Am I wrong for wanting to buy this even though it is potentially half-assed? I absolutely want the Front Mission franchise to succeed, but is it really the right move to financially support this level of quality? I mean, you could buy something with not being 100% pleased with it. There's that. I also think that, like, and I fall into this trap too, so, like, I sympathize where you're like, ah, I'm such a fan of this, I feel like I need to support it, even though Uh, it's bad.
1: This is a specifically tough thing to be in, because I say, vote with your dollars, you know?
0: But just because you you love it, like... I think, and uh, it's hard to do, because you do love it so much, and it's okay if you buy it, even if it's bad. That's fine. But if something is bad and you don't buy it, it doesn't mean that you don't support Mm -hmm. the thing or you aren't a fan. Wait and see. Life is Strange, second favorite franchise of all time
1: under Resident Evil. I didn't buy the remaster because it's buggy as hell. Yeah. I'm
0: waiting. Yeah, that's fine. doesn't mean you don't One like Life is Strange. One of my favorite things of all time, I'm just going to wait a minute. Or if you're like, I'm going to wait for a sale, exactly. also totally fine. Totally. Yeah, but also yeah, if wait you're it like, out. man, even if it's bad, I just miss front mission stuff fine, also fine. Yeah, There's fine. no wrong, There's answer. No wrong yeah, answer. Yeah, no answer.
1: wrong answer, but definitely if you're hesitant, just wait just a wait. day or two. Yeah, you if you're hesitant, yeah. Check it out. Watch a
2: stream or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be there.
1: Yeah. Hell Yeah.
0: Hey,
2: me a hell yeah, I want to check it out. Hell yeah, Broken Skull Ranch IPA, Broken Skull White.
0: What? Next email uh, comes in from James. What up, you cool cats? I bought my first PlayStation 3 last week and have been loving it so far. PS3, nice. Uh, It got me thinking, though, the PS3 isn't new. Although the PS3 isn't new, it's new to me. And that's just as exciting as it would be for me to get a PS5 or Xbox Series console today.
1: That is a fucking fantastic outlook on life. Aside from playing the
0: newest (laughs) consoles for work or leisure, what older consoles do you find yourselves going back to the most often? What What do you play for them? And is there any older console out there that would be just exciting for you to purchase today as it was for you to buy your brand new PS5 or Xbox Series console? Personally, I'd love to own a Dreamcast. They just look so cool. I'd love to listen to you guys discuss some older consoles. Finally, any PS3 hidden gem recommendations? I love action RPGs, so I'm looking forward to Dragon Guard 3, Tales of Xaelia, and El Shaddai. Uh, Tokyo Jungle. I didn't even play all of Tokyo Jungle, but uh, Tokyo Jungle is very fun and very weird. It's worth checking out. Puppeteer.
2: Play Binary. That game. Domain.
0: <laughs> Binary domain is fun. <laughs> um, but older consoles, what do you go back to the most often? PS2
1: and PS1. Mm. Sorry, PS2 and PS3. Because a lot of the PS1 classics are on PS3. Yeah, It's the PS2 and the PS3 games specifically that are the hardest to track down uh, in the Sony library if you're trying to play those on PS4, PS5. It's uh, it's just difficult. A lot of those PS2, PS3 games have fallen through the cracks. Yeah, uh, so those are definitely the ones.
0: The the, uh, the classics on PS3 were really nice. Yeah, yeah. so I, I that's PS3 is
1: usually where I play Resident Evil, the originals, uh, and PS2 is where I play Dragon Quest. Nice or like wrestling, SmackDown, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: um, I feel like I revisit old consoles pretty regularly. Um, maybe not as I don't know, I'm kind of all I really do hop all over the place. But in terms of like consistently coming back to, I feel like just the SNES, the NES and the Genesis, those games are just so pick up and play mm-hmm. that it's just I like, feel like
1: so many of those are on virtual console though, so technically I Well, would we're like, just talking about the library. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Har- so not you're right. Hard- I mean, oh, okay. you're
0: right. I may not be playing them on that hardware, but that, loud, that okay. library. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: if, if that's the case, yeah. then NES all day. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Love going back to NES games more, more than anything. For sure. Yeah. Just press start and go, baby.
2: It depends what my goal is. Sure. I guess if it's casually playing something, it's like Super Nintendo or NES. But mm-hmm. there's, when I'm really digging into something, it's usually a PS1 game because there's yeah, so nice. many sick-ass games i still haven't even played on there nice but the ones i want to do are sega saturn i like never played like anything on sega saturn and i never had a dreamcast so i would love to play a bunch of dreamcast games
0: what is frustrating about sega saturn is it is there are some games that i want on sega saturn that are literally hundreds of dollars and of course yes you can emulate them but Real hardware getting, is always the best. Getting it on real hardware is like prohibitively expensive. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy.
1: A yeah. lot of those Dreamcast games have made the jump over the years, so uh, shout out yeah. to just that. Skies of Arcadia only being on Dreamcast and GameCube, GameCube. GameCube, GameCube though. Yeah. yeah, it hurts. Come on. Whole generation of gamers want Skies of Arcadia. You re-release that, that'll be freaking top-tier seller. Bro, just re-release it. Just well, re-release everybody's it. doing it. Just release Nothing that. Nothing is sacred. That's uh, that's an ace in the hole right there.
0: Um, our last email comes in from Son of Sparta, <laughs> Sparta! and it is pretty long. Uh, so I may cut this down. I'm sorry, Son of Sparta. I think it's a good Sparta. question, Don't
1: but make it's cry. it's very
0: long. So I might cut this down. I was, recently, uh, deliver- I was recently listening to your Game of the Year deliberation. I was recently listening to your Game of the Year deliberation. Great listen, as always, and I couldn't help but notice that Genshin Impact was almost entirely missing from your discussion. With it not being a 2021 release, that was expected for the most part, but no mention of Genshin, even during Best Additional Content, was fascinating to me. It's obvious that most allies don't play Genshin, and I'm not not here asking why you don't, but it did make me wonder why even outside of EZA, it seems like the majority of enthusiasts slash hardcore section of gaming is somewhat overlooking Genshin Impact. Um... He goes on to say uh, that there's a lot of things that, that Genshin Impact has done, uh, a lot of updates. Uh, in short, Genshin Impact is doing a lot of high quality things, and yet it seems like the majority of enthusiast players are ignoring the game. Uh, I wonder, why do you think that is? Is it because of the anime-like art style? Is it because it's a new IP and not from a well-known franchise slash developer? Is it the stigma of it being a free-to-play gotcha? Despite being one of the better free-to-play gotchas out there in terms of rewarding free-to-play players? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this.
1: Purely time. I really want to play Genshin Impact badly. It's yep. been high on my list. The yep. other day I came in, I was like, guys, mm-hmm. I really want to play Genshin.
0: Yep. I never played... I really want to play this. Yep.
1: Purely time. Yep. I give that time to Fortnite. Yeah. Like I just don't <laughs> feel like
2: playing it, really. There's nothing against it. Like, I've played it, and I thought it was good. Like, I just don't feel like going back into that world and playing it right now.
0: Yeah, I'm... uh I'm more along the lines of Huber, but with like kind of a, an addendum. So I've, I have played Ancient Impact, and when I play it, I I love it. Like it's it's right up my alley. It's exactly my kind of game. I it hurts me that I have not played more of it. Same, yeah. But I, straight I up, like, how did I not play this? That time went to Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's yeah. like these things are taking yeah, yeah. dozens was... of hours to get through and spend time with. It's like I also want to play other games, yeah. right? And Honestly, so it's it, it I. I do, I love Genshin, I really do. I, I wanna get back to it. I need yeah. to get back to it. it was I think good it's awesome. For what I, I wanna get back to Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, yeah. you know? It's just like that I, I made a choice. That yeah. choice was Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah.
1: It's purely who plays it too. Yeah. It's like my if my friends are not playing Genshin, I'm not I'm not playing Genshin. That could be a factor. Like yeah. my yeah. For friend Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely my best packing. friend Grumbom plays Fortnite, so that is one of the main reasons. I play Fortnite because mm-hmm. that's where I hang out with him. I'm not gonna go into Genshin just alone by myself. Like that's why yeah. I, I play Destiny too, but like we've got the EZA clan. You know, people reach out, we mm-hmm. group up. Like Genshin, I feel like unless we partied up, but even that, the multiplayer is weird, right? Because you go into somebody's world and they don't make progress or something.
2: It's like not super stream. Like you have to invite yeah. someone. Yeah. In some, yeah. I don't know. It, it was kind of weird different. when we did it. I haven't it, spent enough time with it yeah. to like we did it once, but it. Yeah, we yeah. did no, do it once. We are not. Yeah, yeah. At we are lot. not.
1: But uh where my friends are is usually where I'm going with multiplayer games 100%. and then I'm going to put single player above everything. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, and like there are there are definitely like when I have to make a hard decision, it's like okay, I adore Final Fantasy. I have for most of my life. Yeah. Like that's going to be pull, be a pull, yeah. but it's, it's also, also like money's like, there, yeah, Brad's like, there, you're, like, you're there. Like yeah, I don't really play Final Fantasy XIV with Damian and Brad, but I am excited to talk to him about it. And it's like, you know, it's am not, not mad at you yeah. guys, but I have no one to talk about Genshin Impact. Yeah, like, exactly. I'd just be playing it alone, exactly. and that'd be fun. But, like, and even, and, like, I know easy, there's there's people in the EZA community that play Genshin Impact. I'm not trying to discredit that. But, like, it feels like so many people in Easy Allies mm-hmm. love Final Fantasy XIV. And, 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 and Destiny. Yeah, yeah. And Destiny. Oh. And so it's, like, <laughs> that influence. So friends are a big part of it. Yeah. In a broader discussion, and it does piss me off because I think if you are this shallow, and like, this is just my opinion. Of course, you can like whatever you like, but absolutely, there's so many people that I will only be like, oh, it's anime. Oh, the, the women show their boobs. I'm going to write it off. And it's just like, are you, what are you, seven? Like, come on, dude. Like, are you really that shallow in something? It's like, of course if you you can have whatever style of preferences you are but it's just like yeah. i don't know i feel like i feel like people yeah I but you
1: but it is one of those things like ever since fortnite i did finally come to the conclusion i've been at peace where it's like i understand there is a massive number of gamers out there yeah that will not like a cartoon aesthetic and that is it they're out yeah period they're out and that's fine. It's just, like... That's fine. So, but but by that metric, like, that game will
0: be less popular?
1: I just don't understand it because... Like, I don't know.
0: To me, it's like taking a gun and deliberately shooting yourself in the foot. And it's yeah. just, like, if you if you just... And everybody does this to some degree. So I realize that, like, there are ways in which I'm being hypocritical because, like, I just don't like sports, right? Although I do love NFL Blitz. See? So there's some room. There's some wiggle room. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I think when you the more broad generalizations you make like that, the more you are truly like inhibiting what you can enjoy. And yeah. sometimes I think like like Fortnite is a good example. I was very dismissive of Fortnite. I was like, oh, I tried it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You would talk about it and See. be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's not for me. Then I really sat down, gave it a try with my sister. I'm like,
1: this is. sit re- down, give it a try.
2: Like this is seafood.
0: This is really cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is really cool. Sometimes
2: it takes more than one try though. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. A little bit of time. Exactly. But yeah, with like you know, Genshin Impact. It looks there sick. is a diff- dismissive uh, weeb game. Yeah, Fantasy 14 Weeb game. But I've seen it for games like World of Warcraft too. They're like, oh, that art style sucks. Yeah, Fuck that game.
0: Cartoony. I think some people are Fortnite. I, I think some people are afraid of being Weebs. Yeah.
2: I think people are afraid of falling in one camp. Yeah. It's like just being both. It's fine. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: It's fine. I love the realistic Last of Us and I love the cartoony Fortnite. It's... Yeah,
0: and you love Boruto. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Boruto. It's fun. It's I watch Boruto. Dude,
1: but, uh, just let yourself yeah. be, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: In terms of it, just like us not nominating, it's like none of us were playing it. Yeah, and it had we were come un- out. we were unqualified to talk about it really, yeah. and like there was other things we wanted to talk about more.
0: Yeah, and Son of Sparta, to your credit, I think this is a great question. I yeah. think you handled it super maturely. Yep, I'm, I'm, this is not me coming at you at all. So I want to make that perfectly clear. But I think sometimes that can be frustrating. This business of of coverage is like. Definitely, I wish we could give Genshin Impact more coverage. I am completely genuine when I say I want to play it more, but I can barely keep up with desks. We have streamed it multiple times, we have given it some acknowledgement, and sometimes with games, that's just like the best we can do. Like, yeah. we just can't do everything all the time. And I know that you know that, yes, and you are being super chill and cool. I'm just reiterating yeah. it to make a point. Yep. Yeah. Shout out, yeah, shout out. But that was a very good question, breaking my heart. Yeah. maybe maybe I can get back no, to now lost Genshin Ark back. is
1: here and it's like sorry Genshin damn it
0: well yeah we because like we do have some mm. onus on us to like check out the new yeah, thing yeah yeah because yeah. I always see
1: uh Hashtagonist on Twitter it's my one of my favorite things to to check in on his Genshin updates yeah. Yeah. loves Dude. it. Ah. Plays it all the time. Yeah. Ah, I fucking want to play Genshin, Always tweeting about Genshin. I, I just think like, it's hard to play
2: more than one game that's like a free-to-play, exactly going exactly. kind of thing. I'm also dying to me. get through yeah. Endwalker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fuck it, man. So many games. Embarrassment Riches.
0: And Embarrassment Riches.
2: Yeah.
1: Something for everybody,
2: though. Yeah, there's something for that's everybody. That's why it's the best.
0: This was a super fun episode. It's one of those episodes where it's like, man, I had such a good time. We probably pissed the of people off.
1: <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I was. I, I woke up and I chose spicy <laughs> we chose today. Spi- we chose violence. Today. Yeah. yeah. Tweet me your opinions about yeah. this difficulty situation. I want to have oh. real discussions. Don't tweet me.
0: Yeah, just me. Just tweet me. Just, just tweet just me. If you want to tweet me, tweet. No, I'm not going to do that. That's, <laughs> that's going to be a night. You're a race um, from Twitter. <laughs> I don't like Twitter. You can't tweet me there deliberately. I love it. Can you send someone a TikTok message or
1: something? <laughs> send Ben a TikTok message no. about your thoughts. No, send me nothing.
0: <laughs> send me nothing. That's <laughs> my me.
1: decree. Give it to him. Yeah. He wants it. I want it. I want thoughts on but difficulty. But
0: I do... I fucking hate saying shit like this because, like, content creators sounds so fake when they say this, but, like, I do love this show. I love that we could sit here and be spicy and have this platform and that so many of you like it and have our backs and appreciate it. I am very, truly grateful for that. I like doing this, particularly when these two are on, because we vibe <laughs> very well. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. If you want to send an email to Frametrap, the email address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. One more time, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Thank you so much to my panelists, Michael Huber and Bradley Ellis. Until next time.